Hey, listener, thank you for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we've got a big, exciting announcement at the top of the show. Geek Boner. Then we will dive into this week's geek news. Top stories include the casting of Batwoman on the CW. The James Gunn saga continues with a flurry of conflicting reports and the Oscars at a controversial and dumb new category. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Plus, you will get a preview of this year's Wizard World Comic Con in Chicago. Wowie zowie! And a mailbag segment that features more news about the Venom movie and details about the confusing Sony Spider-Man-less Spider-Verse. This is going great. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, August 9th, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. What's up, listener? How you doing? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose every week. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And that pile of felt over in the corner, his name is Rugberto Bambino, but his friends call him Rug Boy. Good earth to you, Rugs. How are you? Good earth to you, motherfucker. Good earth. And good journey. Uh, good, how about good girth to both of you? Good girth, good girth. all around. You see what we did I've there? I've never had girth. Good, mm. no? You're just a little, you're all length yeah, and width, aren't you, Rugs? What was that? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a crochet needle. <laughs> yeah, no girth at all. That's how the felties roll. It's an antenna, basically. If you're a new listener, you're probably yeah. confused as to why we have a puppet on the show. But look, he's a felty American. It makes it funnier, okay? Yes. and this Stop is Stop asking questions. This is 2018. No need to species shame anyone. Yeah. Felty Americans deserve look, their rights. there's bronies, there's furries, there's felties, all right? Exactly. Get with it, people. Exactly. Uh, and if you're a new listener, you're going to want to check out our website in the show notes to this episode. You can find them at jockinerd.com slash 234, and that will have links to everything we talk about in this episode, links to how to subscribe to the show so you never miss a show. And before we begin, oh boy, we got a big announcement. Jockinerd. A big, yeah. big, big announcement. Here's what happened, listener. A little over a week ago. It has uh, no relevance to you, by the way, listener. No. Not much, actually. It, well, it will. It will in, uh, in a little in, bit, but you, it's more for selfish. It's totally selfish. But look, this is what happened. A little over a week ago, before we recorded the show, I got an email from the PR guy at Wizard World Chicago Comic Con, like out of the blue. Say, Whoa, saying he emailed uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He emailed me. I don't even know how he got our email. It's on the website. But basically, he was saying uh, the deadline for press credentials is tomorrow. Uh, you know, fill this out. And uh, Anthony, we applied for like C2E2, like the first year of the podcast, right? Yeah, maybe the first year of the podcast. We got very quickly and promptly rejected. So Ooh. I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. All right, uh, we're not going to get it. I'm going to fill it out. And then I literally told Anthony, I was like, here, just fill this out. It's not going to happen. And you did it on your phone, and I forgot about it. Well, guess what, listener? 
Anthony and the nerd, uh, we officially got credentialed for Wizard World oh, 2018. We Whoa. are established press. We're getting press credentials. Yeah. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> Well, you just happened. described it. You filled out a form. Filled out, is you that gotta, that's all it takes? Yeah, we, we filled out forms before. Well, I guess the guy who emailed you thought you were uh, valid. Well, look, I think we've done this long enough, and you go to the website, and it looks established. We've reviewed, we've gone to conventions, we review things. It's right up their alley. But man, this is our first official press credentials. I am, I'm a little excited. I'm just a little excited. You have a geek boner. I have a big geek boner. Big geek boner. So yeah. uh, the so officially, yeah. Since we are media, yeah, we're media. Holy shit, we are a part of the fake news. We are fake news. You're part media. of the machine. Yes, oh, it's like Drew McWeenie. That's He's not <laughs> <laughs> McWeenie. We're up there with McWeenie now. We are yeah. fake news. We're up fi- there with uh, Devin Faraci. Your Jock and yeah. podcast is Chris Hardwick. <laughs> So look, oh, shit. Uh, in the email, uh, <laughs> delete my Twitter. We're, <laughs> delete every everyone. Delete your tweets. In the email, he also uh, mentioned, look, if you do a preview piece, send us a link. We'll put it up on our webpage. So guess what we're fucking doing today, listener? Oh shit! We're gonna give you Wizard World Chicago 2018 preview uh, and go over who's coming, a little bit about the history. But first, the news, everyone. <laughs> The Jock and Nerd Podcast. You know, every day, every week. What's, what's the benefit to the listener for this? The benefit is. Besides, they get to learn about Wizard World. They're going to yes. learn about Wizard World. We will. Uh, we will be there. We'll be there. We'll recap our times. We will promote the show. Oh, yes. And uh, I'll get into it later. There may be a possibility of myself speaking to some at. celebrities. We'll let, we'll let you know who's going to be appearing and uh, on the Friday only, the PR guy said, if you want to talk to someone, let me know who you want, and they may be able to set up interviews. This is what has to happen before before we even talk about okay. it. Okay. If you do get into a situation where you talk to a celebrity, yes. you got to get them to say, like, jock and nerd stuff, so we can have them as, as like, drops oh, in the show. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're, we're we, already on We that. were yeah. talking about that before. We have one drop from Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and I occasionally throw that in. But I would love to have more drops. Can you get them to say, this is Democracy Manifest? I can get Gentlemen, them. this is Democracy Manifest. Yeah, but that yeah. guy says it awesome. Yeah. The Arrested Sir is very popular. Uh, so, look, uh, check the show notes for time code. Uh, it'll have all where the segments are when we get into Wizard World. That's when I'll tell you who's going to be there and who we may have possibility of uh, interviewing for the show. This is crazy. It's crazy. I'm so, so excited. Can't wait. It's later this month in August. But look, we got. there's a lot of breaking news. And every week, as this it gets- This is the downfall society. Yeah, they're Traditionally, they're, me and Emron. They're just press. handing these things out to anyone. Is that, yeah, is that, well, is that what this is? I hope you guys fucking get some mileage out of this shit. Well, oh, we're going to milk this. And I think this will lead to more getting credentialed at other conventions now that they can see we've done a convention. We're fake news media we people. We're legit we're press. Le- we're legit press. Super excited. Did you ever think you'd be legit press, Anthony? You know, <laughs> a b- little as, boy as, a, as a little boy growing yeah. up, yeah. it never crossed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, do you even podcast? <laughs> I think I was sticking my finger in my nose and then back into my mouth. Oh. And then mixing it with the earwax. Oh. Yeah, that's what I was doing. What do you? What do you? What is that called? Is that? Is there a name for that? <laughs> A slurry before it was a slurry. a slurry. Is that called like the the dirty melon ball or something? Is there an name for that? I don't know. 
the, so uh, what, is, what would that be like the uh New Brunswick cheese or something like that. The, yeah. The, <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, the Amish wax down. I don't know. The Amish candle maker. Let's call the Amish candle maker. We stick some thread in there and pull out a fucking candle out of the air. It's very all you sexy. Gotta do, all you got to do is then wipe your ass and then go back up. And uh, Just called Hulk. Jeez, you're going ass to ear? Wow. See, Wizard World, this is what you're allowing. Into, you ever, as, as you ever eat a little bit of whole cake? <laughs> The, the cake that's made on the shovel. What are we talking about? I want to just talk stick about- your finger in a hole and then you mix it all together. You get whole cake. Oh shit! <laughs> I see. Coming to Wizard World this year with potty humor. They're they're gonna listen I just to this. Coined a new phrase. They may revoke our credentials after hearing this show. Oh uh, yeah, you should cut it out. No, this is no. staying in. Wizard World. Dang. Trust me, we are going to be raving about Wizard World uh, very shortly. But first, I think someone's gonna take the show and then report us on Facebook. <laughs> uh, yeah. on our own on our own page. I believe. Oh, you know what? First, we, Alex Jones yes, and the Jock. I think that. Oh, I did, we just got banned on YouTube. I just just now. I felt. <laughs> I heard it. I felt I it. it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's all right. Uh, look. There's a lot of geek news to discuss. Let's start with the fact. We're going to start with some DC news. Uh, we talked about how this year's Arrowverse crossover, where all the four shows uh, uh, go on the other shows in this one long storyline, they were going to introduce Gotham and Batwoman into the CW's Arrowverse. Then news came out that they're developing a Batwoman whole show and that Gotham exists in the Arrowverse. And now we have a Batwoman, Ruby Rose, Geek-boner. cast as the CW's Arrowverse Batwoman. Pretty exciting. Uh, I don't know the Ruby Rose. Anybody know the Ruby I, Rose? I got, this is my only. Oh, yeah? Um, Tell knowledge us about of Ruby, Ruby Rose. Rose. I was going to go to Vegas one time on a whim because I had some friends on a bachelor party. Okie dokie. And they were like, you should totally come to this party. And I looked up who was spinning. And it was Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose spins too. She's a DJ, and I was like, wow. yeah, anybody could do it. And I yeah. was like, that's true. It's a good point. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is Ruby Rose? No, I'm not going out to fucking Vegas to see Ruby Rose. She spin. presses buttons pretty good, though. That's what I, I heard. So. She's uh, sure she's great. I'm sure she's great at DJ. She's, she's at the. She's in the Meg. Uh, she will be in the Meg, and she is from Orange is the New Black. She was in John Wick 2. Oh, she was in the John Wick 2 also. Yeah, she's in like a, a couple of movies, like, you know. So I actually, I caught her on Jimmy Fallon last night, and she had just learned that day that she got the part. And first of all, striking, striking woman. Like, I think her face and her, her intense look, like, it's perfect for this Kate Kane Batwoman, she'll make her first appearance in December on the crossover. But then she told the story. She's Australian. She's got lo- right. lots of tattoos, tattoos all over her body. Uh, and then she talked about how her mom nursed uh, sick bats back to health and domesticated them. And she would dress up as Batgirl when she was younger. And Whoa. now she's Batwoman. Uh, she got a little emotional. I was like, wow. Uh, Rugs, wh- what do you know about her acting ability? This is my question. Well, um, she's okay. As uh, the thing is, I had this whole thing. I read it on on Twitter, and it wasn't. I read the headline, and I just reacted, which is stupid. Yeah, you never want to do that on Twitter, right? I didn't realize they were talking about TV. I thought they were getting her to carry a whole movie. The big big screen. I see. So TV, it's like the acting is like not as important. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and not only that, but it's like a boot camp. Like it's a. It gets. They get a rhythm down. They get a formula. It's a machine. It gets done. Yeah. And then eventually, like, you know, even Tom Welling, who was a cardboard 
piece of paper. You, you, know. grow, you grow into the role. Yeah, he just yeah. becomes that yeah. guy. So yeah. I'm like, and then I was like, oh, she'll be fine. But, yeah. Uh, if for a movie, I wouldn't have gone that way because she just doesn't feel. I don't really feel like she can really have the chops to carry a movie. But for a show, I think she's fine. I think she's going to be great. I think I feel uh, like it's yeah. perfect casting uh, for the <laughs> CW's Arrowverse. Absolutely, I've always loved the look of Batgirl with the the red uh, bat symbol and the red hair. Like I always thought, the design was pretty sick. Right. Uh, I'm not a big Batgirl. I wonder how reader. they're going to actually do this. Like the, the isn't show. Batwoman. That um, woman. I keep saying Batgirl. She's a lesbian. Yeah. So here's the funny and thing. Ruby Rose might be a lesbian or it might be. Is bisexual. she bi curious? Yeah, yeah, I believe. No, yeah. she's definitely LGBT. Okay. Yeah. Hold the lettuce. Yeah. Hold the lettuce. Um, you, I don't know. Semicolon. Uh, you know, what's funny is people at work, like the non geeks reaction to this was the knee jerk. Oh, great. They made Batgirl a lesbian. What are they going to oh, do next? Shit. Because they don't know the difference between exactly. Batgirl and I was like, Batwoman. Well, yeah, I was like, this is Batwoman, and she actually is a lesbian in the comic book. And then everyone's like, oh, oh, okay. She's a lesbian. That's fine then. Okay. Did you ever watch that show, Birds of Prey, that was on TV? Uh, there was short, no. like one one season, one short-lived. Yeah. 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 She kind of reminds me of Ashley Scott, who played the lead of that show. Oh, okay. Kind of. Okay. So they, there is a weird look that they're kind of going for with the bat, with the bat related With the stuff. bat people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bat. I think she's going to be an amazing uh, bat woman. Uh, for this, I didn't know. So this is my nerd friends, yeah, which are few yeah. and far between. Yeah, you know, just saying. Yeah, um, they actually reacted negatively to this. Really, they were like, eh, "She's not really that great of an actress." Yeah, well, but, but CW, what are you really, what are right. you really expecting? Yeah, right. when I yeah when I heard yeah. it was TV, I'm like, it'll be fine. But like Rug said, unlike a movie, you can d- have time to develop. And you got and, an ensemble cast. Yes, it's not entirely ensemble. on you. It's an ensemble. You got, you got like it's TV, so you, your expectations are a little bit lower, and um, you're not going to go places where a movie would go. But you have chance to grow into the role. Like look at Finn yeah. Jones, season one Iron Fist. See, fucking yeah. nobody likes that. Uh, we're going to give him a second chance in season two. He got to grow into the role. So I just think visually and like what she, who she is and where she stands in the LGBT community, like it's a great fit and it's a great uh, diverse pick for for the Arrowverse. This is Kate Kane is the name of this Batwoman. So Kathleen Kane. Well, there's two Batwomans. One, the original was Kathy Kane, originally created uh, in 1956. That's because, so Batman didn't seem like uh, he was uh, playing for the team. Yes, she was introduced as a love interest for Batman in order to combat the allegations of his homosexuality during the whole seduction of the innocent kind of blacklisting campaign they put on uh, when the Comics Code Authority began and they shut down superhero comics for a number of years and then rebooted in 2010 and then reintroduced in the New 52 as uh, this lesbian, Kate Kane. She's been like this for over over a decade, so it's like... It is the new paradigm, so she's fine. Uh, fully established. Yeah, no, I, I think this is great. And uh, that's a lot of shows for the CW now. They got like six fucking shows. There was an interesting post on The Nation, uh, our Facebook group, uh, regarding the Flash suit. But then everyone was kind of critical on Arrow, on the CW Arrowverse. And yes, it has gotten a little bit cheesy. And uh, Seth Morgan had a great post that was like, every episode of Flash is this. And it's 100% correct. It is kind of the same thing. But... <laughs> Remember the first season of Arrow was like a fucking Batman show. It was like a legit Batman show. Yeah, but they never put. That's the thing. They're always making these things Batman light or Superman yeah. light. Well, now you got Batwoman, but and that means we're gonna have Gotham. 
Uh, does Batman exist? Will yeah, we ever like, get to see a Batman in this? It's just very, very weird when you have the main, like, the the sun, which all of these things orbit around, right. missing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, it just seems weird. And uh, not that, like, Batwoman couldn't stand on her own, but, like, you know, whenever you have Batwoman, you have, okay, where does Batwoman, what universe is she in? Who's the, the main anchor to that? And that's missing. I mean, so, it's not as tight tied as a Barbara Gordon Batgirl, but I believe this Batwoman was inspired by Batman, and that's why she became Batwoman. So now, right. how do you you just? I mean, you just name drop them and then leave them out. It is. Yeah, weird. I, I mean, it's just weird when you have these ancillary characters in their own show. Like Arrow, I understand. Okay, Arrow exists in his own universe, right? So it's cool. Like they're still doing Batman Light as Arrow, but. Um, at least it's it's a self-contained universe, and it makes sense. Flash, same thing. Like Flash has his own little universe, and he's the center of it. There's not like you're doing Kid Flash, and then Flash isn't in it, right? So those make sense. And then you got Supergirl with no Superman. Well, Superman's he's in, it in it every once in a while on the outside, and then you got a Black Lightning, and you got. So, now you are got they gonna the do one. like? Are they gonna do what they do with Supergirl and have like a occasional Batman appearance? I mean, I will be excited if this means that there will be a, a Batman on TV before the last season of Gotham, where David so Mazzuz becomes Batman. Fifth show now on. This CW? is like the sixth. So there's oh, Flash, six, that's right. Arrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow. That's five, and now Batwoman. Oh, look at them. Yeah, they got a whole. They could just one a day. They rule the whole. More than one. And I yeah. stopped watching all of them. Yeah, well, I've stopped watching most of them myself. Yeah, this is too because much for me. When they were a novelty and they were new, yeah. and they, you're seeing, okay, what kind of TV is this going to be? Yep. You were interested. How are they going to handle? But now it's now you like know what kind of TV? It's such a be. formula, and it's so like predictable, and you know, it's they're all the same. Every show is like you could take it is. the same show. It's interchangeable. It's like, yeah, but, they yeah. have a tech guy. They have a tech guy. Yeah, they have right. person, yeah. They have yeah. yeah. It's, so, all, yeah. it's all the the only thing that's changing is the powers that are being used. Just like barely. It's, yeah. it's just the big, but it's like it's big ensemble cast. Like you mentioned all, everyone has their role. Everyone's pretty likable for the pr- most part, but right? Yeah. And you just have a big ensemble. Like it gets it gets exhausting having to learn another ensemble cast yeah. when it does the same yeah. thing. I mean, I'll give credit to Black Lightning. It's a little bit its own thing, unique, but largely still kind of the same formula. Uh, and I just can't quit the flash cause it's just well, fun. Also the thing too. I mean, it, it has its niche for sure, but like yeah. the thing is, is like once once you start watching these shows, CW just has a certain look. Yeah. yeah. So all the shows look that same way. Yeah. yeah. And it just looks the same. It starts to just look the same for me. The quality is all like pretty much the same. There's not one that stands out more right. than the other. You really start noticing like the stunts and the CG and like, you just can't not enjoy that, it. But not, it's just fil- all filmed the same way. Like, yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah. they're not taking any creative license with how they film this. It's stuff. a definite look for them. Yeah. Yeah. Supergirl's probably got the most, uh, spends the most money. Yeah, for um, sure. On effects. For sure. But then they have a little bit more melodrama and more talking, t- talking heads. Yeah. So they don't, do, not because they, they, they basically, curtail the action scenes to very very few where right. arrow yeah they have more action scenes but they're all like low budget you know? <laughs> they're like low budget fucking coy stunt pieces yeah yeah it's, not that it's bad we've been waiting for this shit for years right? but like now, now we it's got like it. now it's gotta step up though i'm gonna watch uh yeah. I'll, I'll check out the batwoman see how how it is how they introduce her uh i, I just love her design and i'm excited there's a gotham uh moving on before we move on listener if you want to get in touch with the show let us know what you thought of you think of ruby rose as Batwoman, 
visit our contact page on the website, jockandnerd.com slash contact. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show, including a link to our awesome exclusive closed Facebook group called the Jock and Nerd Nation. Uh, it's where the conversation continues and starts. And like, if you listen to the show, you haven't joined, you've heard us mention, uh, read emails from our listeners and you've heard a, a lot of their voices in the voicemails. You can meet our listeners. I love making the listener, the star come and hang out with all the listeners. Welcome to Jordan Smith, a new member who has been listening. Oh, Anthony, the questions work. You have to screenshot them. Mm-hmm. Jordan Smith, favorite host is Anthony. That's right. That's what he answered. Usually everyone is like all of you, but Jordan Smith actually said favorite host, Anthony. How do I see the questions being answered? Here's the tricky thing about the thing. You don't see it. You only see it before you approve them. And and if they've answered, it's there. And then once you approve them, it goes away forever. So so how do you see it? So when you go, when there's a request Mm -hmm. and if they've answered, it'll be there. So then, no, it's, it's gone. Once you approve them, It goes away. So I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I screenshot about. it. Sorry. It's the process for joining the group. When you join the group, there will be three questions. And one of them is, who's your favorite host? Jordan Smith said Anthony. So That's right. There you go. You got one, Anthony. That's usually the right answer. Is it? Is it really? You got yeah. one. Um, Do you want to get laid? Yeah, me too. That's the you right answer. Oh, that's a good point. It's a I good don't know point. how he's going to do it. But I, <laughs> I will help you get laid. Oh. He will guide you through it. It's like a... a I will send you... Th- you I will send me. You- I will send you the step by step. It's a twelve part webinar. Uh, First, only cost this napkin a thousand dollars. <laughs> this should you be making it to a rose. Is that what the movie? Yeah. Is? This should be our pyramid scheme that we sell the listener. Is... Does this smell like? <laughs> and then fill in the blank to you. Hot and you, voila. <laughs> Does that work? Uh, what I don't know. What you're talking about. Uh, moving on. More Heard it from a friend. More DC news. Uh, they're still making that Birds of Prey movie. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, this movie will feature uh, Black Canary, Huntress, Renee Montoya, a young Cassandra Kane, and Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. And now we know the villain. It will be the mob boss of Gotham, Black Mask. Oh, shit. He's going to make his big screen debut as the villain in this Birds of Prey movie. Uh, I like this. We've seen him, Roman Sionis. I think they mentioned him in Gotham. And uh, some other things, but to see a live action, how they do this mask will be interesting. But I'm glad the Red Skull. Well, that's the thing. Is this a a Red Skull ripoff or is it something more? The Black Mask. It's a different character, but it's going to come off like a Red Skull ripoff. This guy, he's a mob boss. And for once, it's not like Suicide Squad had like a world ending scenario that they made these people tackle for some fucking stupid reason. This makes sense. They should do a twist on the Black Mask. What would the twist be? Instead of him having like a, I don't know. He becomes Jim Carrey. <laughs> the mask. There you go. It's actually Jim Carrey. And then he's like, Smoking. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking of something, but then I'm like, that's pretty stupid. Like that's, he wears a mask all the time. Yeah. And, you, and you think that he's a normal guy underneath, but he's actually just got that fucked up skull face. Like when you take it off. Right. It's, it's still a like mask. disfigurement. Yeah. yeah. Well, Red Skull, 1941, yeah. Black Mask, 1985. 85. He is from 85. Yeah. He is a newer villain. I like the Black Mask we saw in Under the Red Hood. The, I like, you know, that, team. Yeah. like a gangster. Gangster Black Mask uh, would be dope. And these people should be fighting. It should be a crime boss. Like I not. forgot this movie was still happening. Oh, it's still happening. You know what else is happening that they just announced? Uh, they're yeah. making a Supergirl movie. They have oh, a writer. Yes. The last time. 
We saw Supergirl was in 1984, Helen Slater. And of course, we have Melissa Benoist, who nails this character. There's a great Supergirl on TV. So let's make a movie with someone else. We're going to have two Supergirls, just like nice. we have two Flashes. And there's another character coming up that there's going to be two of. Wasn't Josh Whedon involved in this? No, that was the Batgirl Bad movie. Batgirl. Oh, right. This kind of comes out of uh, nowhere. But if you think about what they're doing with Wonder Woman and, you know, you have uh, the Wasp, you, they're probably like, you got we Captain should, Marvel coming you got out. Captain yeah. Marvel. They're like, we have Supergirl. My question is, could she be what uh, Henry Cavill's Superman was not? Could she be the center of the DC universe? She's not supposed to be. No, but could they use her to save this DCEU and bring a hopeful Superman finally in the form of Supergirl? I mean, they can do whatever they want, but I mean, I feel like if they make it Superman light, I think if they're going to do Supergirl, they should kind of like be as different from Superman as possible. That's my opinion. Hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah, but Because, I mean... Henry Cavill's Superman is way different than the regular Superman. That's, that's in correct. The comics. That's correct. So it's kind of a weird thing. They could go the other way and make her hopeful and f- cheery and fun and stuff. Uh, could they give, would they, would they cast uh Benoist? Would they do that? Probably not. I don't think they that would probably no. do something different. I mean, if you look at flash on TV and flash and flash on TV is that like goofy, right. Um, nerdy, but like kind of charming fellow on in justice league he was just like a schizophrenic nerd like he was like spazzing out all the goddamn time so now that's the challenge is how do you set this supergirl apart from this like beloved Melissa, supergirl on Melissa tv Benoist is her. very like wholesome very she like, is very wholesome yes on very, tv yeah. yeah on tv on tv well, <laughs> <laughs> just because you take mm-hmm. a couple naked photos doesn't mean you're not wholesome in real oh, life oh not the fapping people well, not oh. naked <laughs> Naked and doing stuff. <laughs> that was yeah. It's more than naked. You know. Remember the happening. Girls uh, but... gonna have fun too. <laughs> That's right. I have never taken a photo like that, or a series yeah, but, of them, or a but video. You, but you were so small that nothing would be fil- filmed, anyways. All right, way to put salt on the wound, Andy. He's no girl. Right. It's all length and and, and <laughs> yeah, no girl. That's length. right. Okay. No girl. This is flat like a ruler. Uh what, Can we get off this? What if uh, that's what she said? Uh, what if this is an older Supergirl? What if this is an older cousin of Henry Cavill's Kal El, and she's like, "Yo, cuz, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why are you pouting around, you son of a bitch? Let's go fucking be heroes. Snap out of it." Uh, they could do an angle like that. Uh, I don't know. And then remember, Man wow, of Steel. That was, that was half baked. That was a half baked idea. I just right came there. up with that. I that's came awesome. up with that, and that's better than half of what the DC movies they, have been. You know been what so they far. should have her be? Yeah. They should have her be a CrossFit woman. Okay. That has like 55 years old and has been out of reti- comes out of retirement oh. and wants to also kill Superman. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What or if- kill Batwoman. <laughs> Bat Ruby Rose. Yeah, because it's revenge for Henry or for. Uh, Baflet, Ben Affleck trying to kill Henry Cavill's character. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah That'll be weird. the second half of uh Zack of Snyder well, can I, do it. I think the uh was it wasn't it the the city in the bottle? What is that called? Candor. Candor. Yeah. She's a Candorian, isn't she? No, she, uh, no, no. is she Candor? I thought she was a Kryptonian. She was I thought she was well, uh, Kryptonians older Kryptonian. are Candorian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. City of Candor is a Kryptonian city. Right, okay, correct. But she's, Ooh, this is getting real deep. She's nerdy. from Candor. So I don't know. Like they could do something with Candor, make it different. That that makes it different. Also, in Man of Steel, remember there was that other open pod 
that yeah. he was looking uh, at. I don't yeah. remember that. Uh, yeah, there was an open pod. You could say that that was for Supergirl. But uh, Zack Snyder actually has said that wasn't for Supergirl. You, you want to know what I think it was for? Who was it for? Well, supposedly that ship landed like way before, like, was it 30,000 years ago or right, something right, like right. that? It had been there. It's it not was buried. Jeff Goldblum from The Fly coming out? <laughs> is that no. who it is? No. I think that there, <laughs> that that first Kryptonian was the gods. And maybe he found out a way to mess with uh, the monkeys and the apes and create humans. And turned them so into they're humans. actually the, the engineers of humanity. Oh, it's like Prometheus. Oh. Yes. Or, so a uh, big white Prometheus guy. A big white out. guy. <laughs> okay. Well, no, not a big white Prometheus guy. But <laughs> he's a Kryptonian that like was like lonely. The original like, oh, creator. Let's see what I can do. I'm bored. Let me see if I can fuck around and make, it a, make a species that I can talk to. And then humans were born. And then he, uh, that's not I don't bad. Know what to him. That's not bad. I, Maybe I, he is somewhere. I'm partial just to Jeff Goldblum as a just fly chilling. coming out. I think there should be a giant Jeff Goldblum that should Maybe come out. Maybe he just it. left when he was disappointed in humans. He was like, oh, they suck. I'm get the fuck out of here. And he just flew away into the, into the universe. Like Icarus? Yeah. Maybe he just comes back. And then he's like the, the, the first Kryptonian. I just wrote a great movie. All right, thank you. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome, everyone. Send, Warner Brothers, send they the check. They did a storyline like that recently with Superman where there was another Superman prior to that. Like, that was the first Superman, and he got too crazy, and they had to, like, lock him away. Remember that? Do you remember uh, reading that? No. The Man of Steel comic with yeah. uh, Jeff Johns and uh, Jim Lee. Oh, it wasn't the Grant Morrison one? I don't remember. I don't, know. I don't remember there that. Was like a, he, there was, like, a Superman before Superman, and... He was like the OG. Well, there was the, he got well, too all the, crazy. Was the guy? With, is it, was he the guy with the with the ripped jeans? The no, multiple no, no, universes. No. Was it the multiple? I can't keep track. I can't. There's I don't know. Many. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just throwing. I mean, it's he didn't look at all like Superman. Oh. All this means is we're definitely going to have to do a what the fuck happened Supergirl at some point when this movie gets made because oh, God, uh, I haven't seen oh wow that. I haven't I don't think Beyond. I've ever watched that movie Wait, the, all the way that's a movie yeah 1984 Helen Slater. Not a good movie. They tried to convince Christopher Reeve to come back. He would not do it. They went ahead and uh, wrote mm. in something that he was like away. But uh, a notoriously bad movie. Yeah. Uh, in the comic book genre. So now we got two flashes, one on TV, one on the big screen. We're going to get two Supergirls, one on Ugh. TV, one on the big screen. And now we will have two cyborgs. They have cast... Uh, the guy from the first purge, Joyvon Wade, as Cyborg, not in the Titans show on the DC Man, Helen universe. Slater is good looking good in She's 1984. Pretty, yeah, she looked yeah. pretty good in 1984. Uh, Cyborg not will so be much now. in Doom Patrol on the DC streaming uh, universe. And uh, I don't know this guy. He's in the first purge, but we got two cyborgs. Thoughts? Anybody? We got too many things that don't matter. Right. There's uh, <laughs> why, why do you give us two Batmans now? The one thing we want is two Batmans, and they're they're just fucking dicking around the bush here. Yeah. Too many cyborgs. Mm. I don't know. I, it's so off my radar that I don't care. Look, two cyborgs, two flashes, two supergirls. Let's move on to some Marvel related news. Helen Slater looking good, dude. She was pretty smoking back yeah, then, dude, wasn't she? Was- she? That was back in the day. Back in the Disney. What else was she in? I don't. I don't. She I don't was in um, uh, Billy Jean King. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, is that is that a real the, movie? The Legend of Billy was in like the Legend yeah, of Billy sorry, Jean King. Billy Jean King was the lady who played tennis. Yeah, the, yes. legend, the Legend of Billy Jean with Yardley Smith, the voice of Lisa Simpson. Yeah, I remember that movie. It's a good movie. She was. Uh, she had like the short haircut, and she like started doing crazy shit like crimes and stuff. I mean, I think that she was a huge like uh, crush crush one in the eighties, like. Yeah, and she's the mom and Supergirl. 
Oh, that's right. She plays the mom on the CW Supergirl. That was uh, the little tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. She looks all right. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. Moving I was just on. watching the Supergirl yeah. trailer. Sorry. Oh, doesn't it look bad? Well, I mean, I mean, it is 84. It, it, it looks like how it look. I would have expect a movie from the 80s to look right. They were, they were trying to do a superhero. I'm sure there's a fantastic backstory. Del Hauer, start preparing the notes. That's all I got to say. Oh, uh, something that's uh, that should make you happy, but it's also kind of sad. Bittersweet. The news that Stan Lee, now 95, still kicking, is finally retiring from performing public autograph signings. Finally. He's, you know, we've covered. Thank God. Yes, we've covered how bad his health has been. His wife died a yeah, year ago. Leave the guy People, alone. Uh, vultures have been circling. Uh, he's had to uh, file restraining orders and lawsuits and a whole fucking mess. Uh, but he, and, and this whole time, still being forced to do these conventions and. Like- he shouldn't have to go anywhere and do anything. No, one not, if he no. wants to show up and be like, hey, everybody, what's up? I'm Stan Lee. To his credit, he loved doing it, but he could have stopped this 15 years ago. He needs to release like a video like Ringo Starr did saying he will no longer sign anything. <laughs> and please mail things here. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm sad because I will never get to. Did you ever see that? The, that was a Simpsons. Yes. That was a Simpsons reference. <laughs> I enjoyed much. that. Uh, I'm sad because I'll never get to, you know, see him at a convention and get something autographed. But I'm glad that he's now going to take care of himself. And on the other hand, if you have a Stanley autograph, it's probably going to be a little more valuable now. Since had, he's not the only Comic Con I went to, we, there was a raffle. Well, really, to get his autograph. Yeah, and one of my friends won the raffle and was able to get his autograph. Oh yeah. snap! Uh, Chris Satello met him uh, a while ago. He did yeah. Uh, he posted a picture, and uh, Stan did not look good in that picture. Oh. He, so, no, he's, Stan has looked not old. good for yeah. a long time. <laughs> yeah. Again, the Whoa. the craziest he thing. No, the, he never looks good. No, he's. I mean, he looks old. His Twitter now, if you look at it, somebody is on his behalf is like tweeting things out, and his they, skin they take is like beat up leather. I know how he outlived all these people. He outlived he's Steve. Old. That's how you're Ditko. supposed to look when you're old. I still think the craziest fact for me about Stan Lee is that he was 40 years old when he came up with Spider-Man. Think about that. No, remember, remember yeah. we were saying you could have, you could be I still, still have you're time, still in your creative prime, but Jesus fuck. That's a, that's a lifetime and a half ago. And he was, but 40. you kind of already look like Stan Lee. Oh yeah. That's sad. I've yeah. I have, <laughs> I have macular Stan Leeism, advanced <laughs> Stan Lee gen- degeneration. Is is what's happening to me? You need to start dressing like Stanley dressed in the seventies. Stanley or Imran? Like, I think Stanley might look oh, better. Shit. Oh shit! I think shit. you're right. I think who, who has more real teeth, Stanley or Imran? Oh, oh, Stan probably has all of his teeth still. <laughs> I, I do not. Uh, who has all of their uh, their original pigment in their skin? That Stanley also wins that one. So yeah, head over heels, Stanley. I bet his blood sugar is lower than mine right now. And his blood pressure is normal. Uh, <laughs> I'm turning into... Who still has feeling in his penis, though? <laughs> Stanley. Stanley. Oh. I mean, the answer is oh, Stanley to everything. <laughs> but I, like him, will also stop performing public autograph signings. So I, can... I can't feel anything. That's <laughs> Elsie all. Has anybody seen the maid? She took is my the wind blowing. <laughs> is the wind blowing? What's that sensation? Somebody yeah. left the door open. Okay, Stan, look, take Stan care of yourself. Stan, stay at home. Don't let anybody force you to sign shit when they have to tell you how to spell your name. <laughs> like in that one video. 
Oh God! God. Okay, moving on. Uh, another bit of Marvel MCU news: uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home, the sequel to Spider-Man: Homecoming. According to Vulture, they have officially added to the cast Maria Hill and Nick Fury. Oh shit! Colby Smulders, Sam Jackson will be in this movie. So, uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! They're alive too. Uh, they're alive, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I like. Is this? It's not really that big of a deal because this movie comes out after Avengers Four. Right. So Peter is dead, also. Right. So yeah. So if he's alive, then everybody else. Is everybody alive else is alive. Wants to be alive. And so instead of you know, we were wondering who's going to cameo, which Avenger from the mainstream. I guess this will do. Uh, you got the Nick Fury and the Maria Hill will take not Tony this enough. time. You know what they should do for the third movie? Here's a crazy wild idea. I, I'm just going to throw this out there. What if they took away all of his uh, gadgets? He just wore a cloth costume and he got help from no one and he had to figure shit out on himself. Whoa! Wait, I know that's a novel idea. That is Did Dan Slott come up with that? That's a crazy. No, he didn't. I wonder. That's a crazy idea. They would never do that. I mean, it's crazy. Nah. Try it. But try it. No. See what happens. Let's see how smart. Let's put the fuck. Nah, I can't do it. He's no. just a kid. Yeah, he's just a kid. Just a stupid kid. Just dumb kid needs the fucking gadgets. Love it. It's a great Spider-Man though. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it a paradox? Isn't that like is it, isn't Marvel Spider-Man MCU Spider-Man just a paradox? It's just It's an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Yeah, it really is. Maybe you try that for the third movie, Marvel. I don't know. Talk it over with Sony. Uh okay, moving on. Oh, this James Gunn firing saga has not ended. No. In far it's from like, over. It's like fake news. It's announcements. It's denials. Yeah, it's conflicting reports on top of conflicting reports filed the same day. We've already discussed how Wait for Trump to tweet about this. I know he's got he's got to chime in. <laughs> he's got to step in. I mean, he tweeted about LeBron James earlier. He did. Yeah. I'm surprised that Trump isn't like this guy's a dirtbag. Got him off the movie. Uh, look, he's fired. <laughs> then he may come back. Then they're like, no, he's not coming back. Then they're like, whoa, we could come back to do another movie. And 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 the latest is that he could possibly come back. And still do the third Guardians movie. Oh shit! That well, you also forgot in you forgot that Dave There's a whole Batista bunch of shit in the middle. Yes, put out that he would uh, quit if uh, well, Gun's, at least the script wasn't used. That's clickbaity, Anthony. He said he would oh, ask to be released from his contract. There you go. Yeah, that's, that's if Gun's close. script isn't used, it's close. Uh, and then, but then today, did you see what he said? He goes, I'll do the movie because I'm under contract, but this yeah. is nauseating. That's probably because his lawyer was like, yo, yeah, shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. You can't, you, we can't get out of this. However, I love the guy standing up for him. Oh, that's good. Although I wish some of his other cast members would actually, you know, he well, loved James Gunn. The letter. They did, but Batista had seems to be the vocal of all this. Like, he's fucking pissed. Yeah. Uh, so regarding the script, he's coming back. He, okay. So his, he's a wrestler. He's used to like wor- <laughs> yes. doing a work. Plus you know? Batista, seriously, you don't think they're going to replace place you in two fucking seconds and be like see ya that's fine get the fuck out we can get anybody else back they're not gonna give a fuck mm. I think yeah, Batista's but- got a little more clout now you think that. so yeah I don't know so I think really? I, I really think James Gunn's coming back so I kind of do too it's been iffy reading these things but I'm like it's I'm, weird yeah I bet this is gonna pay so regarding the script first it was like no we're not using the script then they're like wait we are gonna use the script then they said they're not using the script again so uh, who knows and out of all of this who's the guy we want to hear from Kevin Feige where does he stand he's been silent reportedly though now he's actually on James Gunn's side and he's fighting 
to get him back reinstated uh, at Marvel Studios. So, it, well, it looks like from this article from Deadline, yeah, that it looks like Marvel as as a studio is like right. we want him back. Now Marvel is and going to Disney go and Bob to, Iger. Yes, right. They got to go to the big boys and say, "Let's do it. Let's get him back. What can we do?" They're calling it an eleventh hour try, and uh, so back channels are having a discussions. Decision. It was Iger, right? It's from the. Well, top. do you think because Chris Hardwick got his jobs back yeah. that like I, I yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that definitely helps put that things the tide in perspective. Is turning a little bit on like uh, the witch hunts. I also think just that how strongly the cast came out and how strongly people in the meet and like a lot of fans have come out against this. I think I, it's just yeah. making Disney just rethink everything a little I, bit. There's, I don't hear anybody for this saying. I don't hear anybody not defending that this is some you know bullshit right wing hit job. Like nobody is. I I wear all those voices. Most of the people are. Saying I'm sure you bullshit. can find them on Twitter. Yeah, but the majority that's vocal is also on Twitter. Somebody posted something interesting uh, because now other studios. Think about it if you're another studio. You're like, you just fucking threw this really talented dude out the door. We'll fucking hire him in a second. Come on over here. What if Warner Brothers hires him? What if he does a Lobo movie for Warner Brothers? I think that would be amazing. It would be just like Guardians Light. Well, he could, but he could go darker with the Lobo. Or Guardians Darker. And then another interesting thought, what if he does the ultimate power fuck you move and not take the job when it's offered to him? But like, fuck you. I That's don't know. It's possible. Yeah. I don't think he would, but it's possible. Because a part of me is like, why would, you, why would you go back working for them? I, I don't know. I think that if they hire him back, like, it's that's cool, but it would set a precedent and I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens. So I feel like now they want to use the script. Kevin Feige is getting involved. They're trying to kind of tactfully discuss things with Disney brass from the MCU. So I think he will come back. I think so. Too. I think he will come back and they were supposed to start production like next year. And I guess the script's done, but it, and it would be weird. I don't know. Be weird for someone else to shoot that script. I think he's going to come back. But uh, I bet this does not end this week, and we'll have another fucking flurry of updates next week. We've been talking about this for like a month. I know. Every day. It's been happening for a month. This happened about a month ago. All right. We're going to take a quick break here, play some promos. We will be back with some more news and our Wizard World Chicago 2018 preview. After these messages, we'll be right back. Are you a fan of movies? Or comics? Or video games? Or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing This Podcast. And that's spelled Z-E-N-G. This. And you can find us every Monday. And we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies, as well as video game discussions. Mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing this. this. Are you afraid of what goes bump in the night? Have you or your friends ever pondered a conspiracy? Do you want to know more about the unknown? If so, then put on your tinfoil hat, sit down, and pick up your computer, tablet, or phone. Go to iTunes or YouTube and search for Secret Transmission Podcast and listen to us try to explain the unexplainable. Follow us on Twitter for updates on shows. At Secret Trans Pod. That's S-E-C-R-E-T 
T-R-A-N-S-P-O-D. Or you can email us suggestions at secrettransmission at hotmail.com. That's S-E-C-R-E-T-T-R-A-N-S-M-I-S-S-I-O-N at hotmail.com. Listener, if you've been enjoying the show for a while, or just for like right now, for like an hour, uh, and you want more show, there's a place you should go. And it's our fan club at jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Sign up today and you're going to get a bonus podcast feed with extra content uh, like movie reviews, instant reactions to movies, whole episodes. There is a new episode of Jock Talk up right now. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. This is the oh, thing shit. where Anthony and Chaz. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm doing something. Talk about sports. Anthony Filament. Yeah, me and Chaz do this thing called Jock Talk. We talk about sports. This week's episode, we talked about uh, college football, uh, preview of the season, uh, previewing the teams that made the the college football playoff last year, and then we talked about the uh, Conor McGregor, Khabib Nurmagomedov announcement. So check that out on Patreon. Well, that's a big uh, deal. I've seen people talking about that fight. Yeah, it's a big fight. So we talked about it a little bit. Habib, I like that. There's, Habib, I like that. There's a uh, Arab Muslim guy fighting he an is, Irish guy. He is. He is a Muslim Russian. He is Muslim, isn't he? Where's he yeah, from? Dagestan. Oh, Russia. he's one of those from the Caucasus area you know, of uh, Caucasus. Russia. Yeah, he's a Muslim. And he's, he's Muslim, isn't he? Muslim. he really? He, yeah, he takes off. He can't. He doesn't fight during Ramadan. Oh wow! Oh, good for him. I hope he beats the shit out of McGregor. Yeah, he's good. He's a good fighter. It's so just listen, like, to the, listen to Jock Talk. That's true. I won't, but you can, listen. You won't. Sign up. Also, shout out to the uh, Fantasy Football League, Jock and Nerd Nation, that uh, was created. I was wondering about we that. We were uh, debating if the prize would be that we could pass around Rug Boy. Um, <laughs> and do what also, with him? Hold on. What? Yeah, that's the trophy. Pass that around Rug Boy Rugs. How do you feel about this? No. Did you even ask <laughs> Rug Boy? You no, can't you don't need just, to ask him. You, you just you just take. That's what jocks do. You gotta pass rug boy around. It's not gonna happen. You, just pass, you win. A, you win a rug boy. Um, <laughs> Some kind of the, rug boy. The divisions are Marvel and DC. So we've added a little nerdy. Are there team names? Oh yeah. Can the team names be uh, comic book themed? Can I have one rule? Can I just have one rule on this whole thing? I don't give a fuck what you do. Can I have comic book themed team names? No. Why? Uh, I mean, every team every team is gonna be different. I know. Yeah, it's not. That's, so that's, you mix gonna, football no. and comic book references no, that, together. Yeah, but they're works. doing their own thing. Yeah. Let them come up with their own stupid Fine. Game. Yeah. Have yeah. fun. Tell me where I can send the stickers. <laughs> You'll win stickers. Yep. Um, also, a couple of updates on our $10 tier. Listener, if you join up for $10 a month, you get to pick a movie for us to review slash force Anthony to watch whatever movie you want him to watch. Uh, Ron Hans picked The Watchmen, and we were wondering if it was the director's cut or regular cut. He has written back and said, dealer's choice, whatever you want. Uh, he never saw the director's cut. I've never seen the director's cut, so I would like, I think we should do the director's cut of The Watchmen for this one. Sure. Okay. And I've never seen the director's cut either. You haven't either. And then no. what, the last person to send their movie pick is uh, Seth Morgan slash John Seifert slash Tyler Durden slash whatever the fuck his name is. I don't even know how many people he is. Uh, he wants me to ask you, Anthony, if you've ever seen Starship Troopers. Uh, I have, but I don't remember. Okay. I haven't seen it all. That's that's good enough. That's going to be his choice is the Starship Troopers. Oh. Uh, and if we want to do a double feature, we could follow that up with the porn Starship Poopers and compare the two. I don't know. Just a thought. Poopers. Was that? I don't a, know if I want to watch no? Starship movies. Poopers? No. no. 
Okay. So you too can uh, tell us to do stuff. Sign up. Jockanerd.com slash Patreon. Back Starship to- Troopers. Yeah, man. that's a good movie, bro. Have you, I like it. I've, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched the whole bro, thing. Chacho, you will enjoy. It's a commentary on uh, something and something. Yes, no, it's okay, good. Watch a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah. And you'll find out. <laughs> There's a great shower scene in there. Uh, yeah. Remember uh, that hashtag, hashtag Oscar so white I had a couple of years ago? Yeah. Get ready for hashtag Oscar so dumb to uh, start trending because they, in their infinite wisdom to help ratings, have uh, made three very big changes to the Oscars Academy Awards. Okay. Telecast. So the last year was the lowest ratings they ever had, right? So this is what they're yeah. going to do. They're going to shorten the telecast to three hours. Right. They're shorten it to three hours. They're going to give out uh, some categories during the commercial break, and they'll record that, and they will air it later. They're going to have an earlier air date. It's just going to move up a month. But the biggest change in the Oscars history is they have a new award category They've created this category called Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film. Somebody touch my spaghetti! No details as to how you to be eligible. Uh, eligible. What should be in the top ten? What that means? Um. Oh, first of all, what the fuck does that mean? Pop, best popular film. What does that you mean? You have to, to be you? in the top ten of box office. Of box that office, year. Anthony. Yeah, what does that mean? Does that you think that? I, I think that? that's a yeah a, a numbers box office. So it's a way for all these blockbuster movies. To me, it sounds like a participation award now. And it smells like it's definitely is. It's turning it into like Nickelodeon's fucking people's choice awards a little bit. Uh, So here's a here's I mean, there's a couple of things. there. It's obviously a ratings draw grab because they're realizing no one gives a fuck about the Oscars. There is a disconnect. No one's watching the movies that are nominated for Oscars. Yes. I think it's also a thing where people want the these some of these movies to be recognized be things, but the Academy itself is so against recognizing anything that's that popular. Yeah, yeah. Or that's that big budget that they just won't nominate it for anything or put it in anything. It's been like a snobbery. So this thing. is like yeah. So this is like kind of forcing their hand. Like hey, you guys kind of now have to look at some of this stuff. But this is uh, I don't know. I don't really like them them creating a category no, for popular films. To me, it's also saying that art and entertainment are separate. That an entertaining movie can't be art and an artsy movie can't be entertaining. We have right. to, like, this is bullshit. But, but they have said you can be nominated for both categories. So this is right. where things get a little fishy to me. I think this has a lot to do with Black Panther this year. What do you think? I mean, I've seen stuff on Twitter where people are saying all kinds of weird shit that this is the reason why they did it is because, uh, you know, people are, were hashtagging last year that the Oscars were too white. And now this is a way for them to definitely give. Uh, this is not me saying. This no, is what I no, no, right? No, I feel. I so. I hear you. I feel you. I feel like the the people who vote in the Oscars were hesitant to give Black Panther a Best Picture nomination, but will now be like, hey, I we, don't think it deserves it a Best Picture nomination. But now, by, but by so, any stretch of the imagination, right? No, right. I mean, I would. I mean, it's a good movie, but come on, like. I don't know. So, I like, mean, is it a way for it to be recognized in this popular film category? Guess who recommended this change to add this popular film category? Who is that? ABC that owns the rights to the broadcast. And who owns ABC? Fucking Disney. Marvel. Disney owns Marvel, obviously. And ABC. So, 
ABC recommended, hey, you should uh, some popular films because their parent company has nothing but popular films. I I know this is it, it seems lazy. It seems dumb. It's the dumbing down of the Oscars. But I can kind of see their side is that there is a disconnect. The Oscar best picture movies are uh, even me. It's movies nobody's ever fucking heard. But that's of. what the MTV Movie Awards. Are. That's correct. That is what the best kiss, yeah. best upside down Spider Man kiss. Give him an MTV popcorn. It does award. feel like this is the MTV thing coming yeah, in. It's the popcorn the award. O- the only thing I would say is for the Oscars and in, in somewhat their defense is. They have to get ratings somehow, and yeah, right. And I mean, they're they got to they got to do something because no one's watching these fucking movies, and no one gives like no one watches the Oscars anymore. Let's be they should serious. have actually added a bunch of different yes, uh, more than just categories. absolutely because we always talk about the uh, uh, special effects work like, and the have best work. action sequence. Yes, that would that would just be like, okay, you know, best action sequence. achievement and why don't you go instead of action se- best fight choreography? Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Well, you that could all be under best, the same umbrella. Yeah, that's like, true. Digital it's, it's, performance. It's, it's a more broad, but like, remember they did like and they started including animated features and and musicals yeah. and variety yeah, yeah, comedy. Yeah, so yeah. like, yeah. they they've expanded to that point, but like they haven't. There's a whole genre that could be in action sequences and in, in action. It doesn't have to be about the acting. It's just about the you know the stunts and how they were choreographed and how they all of this. Moving parts created this great scene, you know. So I think that could have been a, an honest thing to put in, you know, because that doesn't get recognized. The special effects get recognized, but not action sequences. Even the sound editing gets yeah, recognized. Yeah, like really meaningful. Like I think a lot, and a lot of these uh, awards are they're gonna you are not gonna see them on the broadcast like live anyways to shorten it. But well, did they don't they always not show some of the the actual they, awards? They show some of the technical. There's a whole like technical awards. Yeah. But right. then they do show like sound editing, sound mixing, best spell, you huh. know. Do they really? Yeah. See, that's just how long I've gone. Right. Long I've been since I've watched this. I know that I know that the Grammys don't show everything. Right. And the Tonys, they're actually following what the Tonys are doing. Where What's the Tony? That's the a Broadway uh oh, theater I was thinking, award. What, the, I was thinking about the Emmys. The Emmys is for Emmys TV. Is TV. It's yeah. the EGOT. The Emmys, Grammys, we got, Oscar, had a guy Tony. That, was on, that won an Emmy, right? Uh, Ross Detman, Emmy-winning photographer. And we, and we also had a guy that won an Oscar. Sean Christensen, Oscar-winning filmmaker. There you oh, go. Nerd. Only on Jock and Nerd. And uh, <laughs> we're going to get more of those people coming out. I think we, about, right. we, just have, we have a Tony, so we're good. We're, we've hit three of the four. We almost got our own EGOT. Yeah, yeah. we got our EGOT. I always thought The Dark Knight should have got a Best Picture nomination. Like, that was the one it movie could've. that was yeah. robbed. So, That's still the best overall superhero so movie. So Black Panther doesn't deserve Best Picture now. You think you think they're well because like dramatically it was good, yeah. but I don't know. There was definitely weaknesses in the movie that were people could point out, you know. And so when you have a movie that's got these glaring like flaws, it can't be Best Picture. Well, the thing is too is to to like have bring. They brought up a good. Um, debate about uh you know race and how you know helping doing more to help your people yeah but then it ends in a fist fight like (laughs) things aren't that aren't decided in fist fights in real life that's not really a real thing it ends in an action sequence right uh where they're falling into a a train right i don't know what the hell that was but yeah in the mind i don't know right titanic won oscars and it was a very popular movie that's every true. Once, every once in a while, those things happen. It hits, it hits both things. Last year's Best Picture, Shape of Water, made $50 million total wins Best Picture. 
Uh, but the uh, yeah, so the Oscars were always like Guillermo del Toro, right? Yeah, Guillermo yeah. del Toro, absolutely. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how this. I don't see like, enough movies to even tell you what's what should be an Oscar worthy <laughs> movie. But does well, it even matter that Black Panther gets an Oscar or any or Avengers or Mission Impossible gets an Oscar? Like, who cares? I think it's like how they do it, you know? Because like, on one hand, it's so easy now to just throw money at a movie and then like recreate whatever you want with special Correct. effects. But these smaller films don't have the budget and they have to recreate these. They have to create these worlds and do these period pieces. And, and there's so much attention to detail and there's so much like uh, authenticity to what they're doing. And there's a love for it. You could see the love for it. Yeah, you see the craft. You, you don't see, see the it drama. as such a corporate mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. These movies. Mm-hmm. So there, there is that that there is that like what is a corporate film that's made to make money, that's made to generate money or what is mm-hmm. a film what that's about that? a girl? Yeah going to Catholic school, figuring out she's going to college. Yeah. You know, yeah. like what's, that's a real story that someone wanted to tell that was personal to them. So, um, there, the, if you watch Oscar films, they're going to be movies that you can't just figure out what's going to happen. You don't know exactly who, if the good guy is going to win or not. They, they make you ask questions about your own mortality and the way you live your life. And those movies need to be made, but they may not be popular. So that's the that's the rub right there. They're not the big, huge mainstream no. blockbusters, and but do the blockbusters deserve a shot at the Oscars? I would say though, the only thing is, I think the Academy is so protective of their stuff that they, if a movie is that popular and that big blockbuster, they they automatically turn their nose to it. They get a little snobby. They get a little uh, snobby. There's times where shit. those things cross over. I think the Dark Knight could have been. Yeah, Dark Knight, yeah. Titanic, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it was a big sweeping adventure that was made by James Cameron, but like. It still had all of these things that had a, was a period piece. They recreated this this thing with like complete um, attention to detail and down to like everything, and recreated this tragedy that happened that was on a disaster level. And it's historical period piece. They always yes. love that shit. So it was I the got combination two of that everything. Looked like they've kind of crossed over. Yeah, that were bigger budget. Yeah, um, twenty fifteen. Mad Max Fury Road was nominated. Oh, it was. Right. Mm. And then uh, 2010, Toy Story 3 was nominated. For Best Picture? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was a really sad, crazy one at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, okay, that, that just proves my point. I don't like the best popular film. It's dumb. It's Because <laughs> you can get there. You can get there at a big budget. So yeah. why? If you're not yeah. doing formulaic shit. Right. Yeah. Yes. So they just dumbed down an award for formulaic shit. Uh, but they got, I don't know. But they, I, that's a tough call because they, they're looking they at ratings, They need to shake things too. up. They need to shake things up. This is going to shake things up. The but. kids are not watching the Oscars. That's for sure. Listen, like, it, 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 it'd be more fun to include uh, more people into the Oscars mm-hmm. to get the, I don't know, they're just, you know, people are doing these things. Everybody's making these compromises now. Things that used to be exclusive can't be exclusive anymore. Everybody kind of has to be able to participate now. So it's like, it's a thing that's happening in our society Nobody likes it. I mean, I don't, I'm uh, not that I'm an elitist, but I, you know, I really think that that giving people goals to aspire to makes them better instead of just saying, all right, we're going to best nose picker. Yeah. We're going to, it's a participation uh, award. award. It's just for uh, showing up. Well, what happened in, they already, they've already kind of done something like this, not to this extreme, but in 2008, up until 2008, it was five movies. Right. Then there was 2009, 10. they doubled it to 10. Yes. Right. So in 2009, then you saw it, like Avatar got nominated. Right. Right. 
So I mean that that's that was already when they were like we need to include. Well, how more. do we get? Yeah, how do we get? Yeah. Now they're even doing it, like yeah. they're going the further step yeah, of yeah. like okay, now we got to create a category for but this genre. Do you genre. think it's because society's itself is going lower and lower into the? I not, think that's part of it. Absolutely. I think society, society itself isn't doesn't care about small movies anymore. Yeah, well, that's we were talking about yeah. this last week about the best decade of movies right. with the most variety. Yep, yep, right. yep. Yeah, no, society wants they want the spectacle. what they're comfortable yeah. with. They they want what they're they, they want to slip on a, a pair of shoes that they've had on before. You know, they don't want to we don't want to be challenged by our entertainment. They don't want to you know, break in anymore. some new tight shoes that another, are going to hurt for a while. Another fun Oscar fact: back in nineteen forty three. It was actually about around ten movies that would get nominated. Oh, they started at oh, forty four. They, they went cut to five. it back. Huh. Yeah. I, look, I still, I just think art can be entertaining, and it can be entertaining and be art. You don't have to I, separate. I, overall, I don't like the best. No, it's film. it's it's the dumbing down of. I understand it. I just Oscars. don't. I don't like it. Yeah. I understand it, and if they, you know, if it does work, fine. But like, could have been a I'm better just, way. They could have. Uh, yeah, done there's this. definitely like how do because how do you. I need to know what the well, criteria they, they is. Haven't right. put, and they haven't put that out yet. So Maybe, that's going to be interesting. So, this here, is all conjecture. Here, here's being an optimist. Maybe they create this category. The kids start watching the Oscars, and yeah. they realize there's other films out there, and they watch these other and films. Then they, and then they, uh, if it turns them on to something. But like, How many Oscar films do you watch a year? <laughs> Not many. Ooh. Okay, let's, lay, let's lay, look at, I'll name last year's Oscar films. You okay. tell me if, okay. how many okay. of these you watched. Shape of Water. Nope. Yep. Call Me By Your Name. No. No. Darkest Hour. Yes. No. Dunkirk. No. Yes, and I didn't watch the ending, though. Get Out. Yes. Yes. Lady Bird. Yes. No. Phantom Thread. A little bit of it. Nope. The Post. A little bit of that. Too. I want to watch Billboards that one. Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Nope. Saw the whole thing. So Ruggs watches all of them, basically. Yeah. I watched one. You watch about three one or four and three of quarters. them. Yeah. I would have, I've watched none of these. None films. of those? <laughs> I am that, I am the, what the Oscars want to be watching the show. They, you are. Get out. They're, they're trying now to get ask me. ask me if I would watch any of those movies again. Would you watch any of these movies again? Probably not. They're all, they're, so they're all that much. They're all, they all involve you that much that it's like exhausting to watch. Yeah, I mean, they're not, some of them are interesting, um, but I mean, maybe The Shape of Water I'd watch maybe again. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. I mean, you like the disconnect is you really got to be into the industry to know these movies. And there was a time when I like knew all these movies and had seen them all, and they were actually good movies. They weren't popular, but then even I just kind of like stopped that, and I'm like, what? I've never heard of any of these fucking movies. What is this? So there's a huge disconnect and the shakeup is necessary. Right, I got one more to make an argument for okay. big budget films that they could do this. 2001, 2002, 2003. Yeah. Lord of the Rings was nominated each, each year. year. Yeah. And 2003, it, Lord of the Rings won. It, oh, it only Return won once? King. Yeah. But it was nominated for three years in a row yeah, and yeah. won. I, I remember that. And it won the last one because they were probably like, geez, give this guy fucking something. He's three years and he's uh, the last one. Yeah, they're always late with these Oscars. Like giving Denzel an Oscar for, uh, for that uh, the training, training day, day was well, that's ridiculous. He, I mean, he won for Glory, but he should have got a Best Actor Oscar way before that. So they're late to the game on things, and now they just turned it into uh, the uh, the VMAs. 
with a fucking popcorn trophy. <laughs> a lot of people on Twitter are not liking this, no, too. It's not like anybody's, like, clapping No, and this. a lot of people who are in the industry are like, this is dumb. This is, you are, this is, it goes against everything the Oscars are for. What are you doing now? If Well, blood- yeah, I mean, if you're honor- honoring the best. Yeah. Yeah. Popularity should have no Popular, effect. But the on that. word "popular" should be nowhere near. Yeah, that should be all the way on the other. When side you are looking at the artistry and the craft and all these things, yeah, artistry and craft is different than being popular. What the fuck does that mean, popular? Like that's. But the, the thing is, they have to watch all of these movies, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. They get nominated and they have to decide. Now they got to watch. They got to watch who's some ever fun nominated ones. for this. Yeah. How many? How many are they going to nominate for this? Ten movies. Another ten in this category. God, there's not ten popular movies that are so any name, good. So name, name, okay, from well, this everything year, everything from Disney, <laughs> oh, from this year, what would be a popular movie that was in the top ten? Let's. So every uh, MCU movie, every right spot, every Star Wars movie. Well, maybe not Star Wars this year. Uh, you're gonna get like your Mission Impossible's, your Jumanji's. So that's the top. So what is the top grossing films of the year? What is it? How do you let's, do? It? Let me. I got it. Yearly. So you, here's your ten. Okay, I'll okay. start at ten. Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Wow, already. Hotel Transylvania. That made so much money. That's right. A Quiet Place. Oh, wow. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. Solo. Yeah. Deadpool, Jurassic World, Incredibles 2, Avengers, Black Panther. Black. So this is going to be... That would be your This time. is it. This is the category right here. Which one of these things will win most popular? How do you decide that? I'll tell wait, you what. Yeah. We're we talking about 2018 domestic grosses, right? Yeah, domestic yeah. grosses. So Black Panther's Infinity War, yeah. Incredibles 2. Yep. Jurassic World, yep. Deadpool, Deadpool Two, yeah. Solo, yep. Ant Man and the Wasp, A Quiet Place, and Hostel Transylvania, and Jumanji and then, is in there somewhere. No, no, Mission Impossible. Oh, Impossible. Mission Impossible now is in there. I think Mission oh. Impossible should win something just for the fucking action. Uh, here, look. If this is the ten, no doubt Black Panther wins this thing because it's just become the third film ever to take seven hundred million dollars in the right. U.S. Oh, shit. Behind Avatar and the but Force Awakens. But what's the best movies out of this ten? <sighs> what is the best movie out of this 10? I mean, I, would, would it be Panther shit. Incredibles? Yeah. I didn't see Incredibles. I didn't oh. see Incredibles. Black Panther wouldn't be I've Infinity only War. Seen Panther. I mean, I've seen a few of these, but Panther would be my best. Or Mission or Impossible. Infinity War. I think Mission Infinity Impossible. War is an accomplishment. Yeah. I Damn, seen how would you pick these? I would say Black Panther and like Mission Impossible this is for stupid. Sh- this is so dumb. How do you award? <laughs> like, this is like how. How do you even compare these movies? What the fuck? Like, okay. So this makes no sense. Let's just talk about directors. All right. Directors that have directed movies that could be Oscar worthy. You got Solo is the directed by Ron Howard. Howard now, yeah. So that's a, he's, a, he's an Oscar y kind of dude. Yo, he is um, a good Oscar in, pick, yeah. Incredibles 2. Is it Brad Bird? Is it Brad Bird he's, again? He's very, he, you know, he's very well, uh, well regarded, and that's basically it. And you know, then you got like a wild card. You got um, Coogler, Ryan Coogler for Black Panther, who's Hander. done like Fruitvale Station mm-hmm. and Creed. He did Creed, so um, which are I would put Fruitvale Station into a more of an Oscar category. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Because it told a story. It was a real story. Even Creed is Oscar worthy. Did that get nominated for anything? That should have. No. It's good. But yeah, I would put that in. I I like that. Yeah. I would put that before Black Panther. So the one movie that's like the the one thing that sticks out of this is A Quiet Place with Krasinski and Emily Blunt, which is like that quiet. I mean, there is there. There's something to that movie, but it also was like. 
little bit ridiculous sometimes. And then so Hotel like, Transylvania know. 3 killed somehow because it's a family movie. So, like, does that just win? Because the uh, like, yeah, kids like, like it? It's really, like, what would I nominate for it? Like, the be- what's the best acting? But what, but what are the criteria for most popular? So what, best what movie has the best acting? The fuck? It, Overall, I, like. <sighs> I mean, is it. Is it Mission Impossible? Is it Black Panther? It's probably Black Panther. I'm going to say Black Panther is the best acting. You want to just do something real fun? Yeah. Just going back a year ago, if yeah. you wanted to do the top 10 that last year. Yeah. Can you? This is this is the 10 movies that would have made it to the okay. Oscars. Justice League. Oh, no. <laughs> Despicable Me 3. Thor Ragnarok, It, Spider-Man Homecoming, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Jumanji, Wonder Woman, Beauty of the Beast, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. How do you pick one? Oh, I would probably go with, I want to say It. It. Why? It might be good. (laughs) Why? Yeah. (laughs) It goes, why? Why? I feel like that It at least evoked emotion and fear in you. I was going to say. creeped you out. Well, Last Jedi evoked emotion on, up with the fans. <laughs> and it was, a, it was also emotion. a period piece. Yeah. yeah. And it had, like, kids that were scared. So, I mean, okay. The best acting out of this whole thing is probably what? Uh, I like shit. <laughs> like, just the I possibility mean, that Solo could win an Oscar. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> or, like, Deadpool 2 is I could win an Oscar. What the fuck? Logan, I would put for an Oscar. That should have been the best picture. And he's that just in the 11. He's 11, yeah. yeah. He did, but they were nominated for something. I forgot. They didn't win. I would go Logan. I would even go Coco. And then you got Dunkirk. Dunkirk was in the Dunkirk Oscar. was in the Oscar. Yeah. So and Get Out was. That's a cross. Yeah, Get Out. Was, so yeah. there's are a couple of crossovers there. Those were, those were top 20. Yeah. Top 15 movies. Yeah. Domestically. But Oscar even in worthy. 2018, top, 15, top 20, there's, not, there's, there's nothing. nothing. No. Nothing worth Rampage? Fucking- Mamma Mia? The sequel? No. Oh, Fifty yeah. Shades Freed. Ready Player One. Yeah. I saw. I looked at Fifty Shades Freed. I'm like, oh my god. Can you imagine? Like, because those movies make a lot of money. Like, they, they strike do. iron sometimes. Yeah. Can you movie, like those movies make a ton of money sometimes. And the, can you imagine Fifty Shades being up there? They should throw a Madea movie into this. They make wow, a lot. Of when money. you look at the caliber of like acting and stuff yeah. and like whatever, yeah. like just really like there's nothing. It really sticks out. I mean, like Avengers was good, and so was Black Panther. It was good, but I mean. It was, it was, it was, it was good. The problem is yeah. they haven't defined not the, like amazing what the criteria like, is for popular yeah. film. So we can we we have no idea. This yeah. this may not even like, be what you, they like, if if the guy who played Black Panther had to play like somebody that was a completely op. I mean, he was, isn't he? Isn't he doing? He's doing an accent, right? Or yeah. A, no, he's like American. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. American. yeah. Yeah. He's doing an accent. Okay, so he's doing something. I mean, maybe they, I would say Black Panther's probably. It's going to win. It's going to win. Somebody's it's gonna, not. This is why they're doing it. Black Panther's going to win the thing. Yeah. This is why they get. You know what? Black Panther could. I mean, I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, but I mean, the. the Out the of set, this group. The set design and the costuming is very top notch. Yeah. That should be I mean, nominated. They, yeah. Yes. The lady that did. I, I did a lot of research yes, on that. The Ruth, lady that did that uh, took a name. lot of different African uh, yep, cultures yep, together yep, and meshed yep, them into right. their own thing. So, so I got to say. You could recognize that. Yeah. No, but I'm just going from the what what you usually get right. an Oscar for it. cinematography, right, right, acting, right. the script, like being well written. If you're and, playing uh, a handicapped person, that always helps. Yeah, <laughs> you know uh, what else? Um, yeah, all of those things. Originality. 
And uh, also, if it's a period piece yeah, that yeah. that if it's hit, accurate. yeah, or if it's part of history, yeah. In uh, the twenties, they did do best director comedy, best director dramatic. Oh, so they used they to had separate two best directors. That's they used that's to separate the categories back in the twenties. That's interesting. That's ju- but this is just as dumb as the Emmys category for best musical or comedy. Like, why? Those are two separate fucking kinds of movies. How right. are you just throwing that into one category? This I is never. a fun game. Like, I kind of like it. I, you know what? There is a, not a category for best production design. Oh, oh, okay. Black Panther could maybe get in there, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of competition. Yeah. For that. Yeah. But I think it's very good. I think it's worth uh, throwing in there. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's. Pro- I bet it wins this category. I mean, best production design to- last year. Shape of Water, Beauty mm-hmm. and the Beast, Blade mm-hmm. Runner, Darkness mm-hmm. Hour, Dunkirk. Like mm-hmm. Blade Runner and Beauty and the Beast aren't your Oscar worthy like quality, but they did put in but production pr- wise, produ- yeah, 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 production yeah. can be acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. And it probably will get uh, all those normal nominations now. Ah, best popular film. What is that? What is that? And the thing is <laughs> those like best product like those awards may not be even telecast. So, you know, to the viewer, you're not gonna see Black Panther win anything. Because oh, the, they're definitely going to give best popular film that uh, one. They will, but the other ones like best set design uh, or best costume. If it wins that, you're not, you're probably not going to see that because they're trying to fucking pick this thing. Did up. You, we were on a tangent, but this is an interesting discussion. Yes. Um, in 2001, when they added best animated feature, was that? I don't remember that a big deal. I I I felt like there always was an animated feature. 2001 but, was the first year. Wow, I think that that was. I a, think a that good they were idea. included with the regular movies. Oh, and, they, and they separated. Separate it. Okay. They made a, yeah, I'm yeah. saying they made a separate cat. Was that you cool with that? I like that absolutely. Yeah, it's well, it should be. It's. I think that there wasn't that many animated films, right? Mm-hmm. And then there became too many. Mm-hmm. So then they they needed. I mean, I think this. Do you think that that form of filmmaking's. While it is kind of much more different than regular film. I think it's because of Pixar too. They added this because once Pixar started cranking these movies out. Yeah, but the movies that usually get that get uh, uh, nominated are not your typical Disney movies. No, they're like foreign films. Walt with Bashir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're weird. They're weird animated movies. Yes, yes. Like stories about like growing up in like a war torn country and. Stuff that you couldn't even do in live action without being being disgusting. And whatever Pixar puts out that year, it's always in there. But Studio Ghibli, those movies get nominated for Best Anime yeah. Feature. Yeah, so sure. I think that's I think that you need that category. I think I would say that my point was that this was all this was kind of something that happened before. But I think animated features are a completely different thing. Yeah, than you got to recognize films. the the skill. Animated and, feature, and, yeah, that's that's that hard. Whole industry. That's, that's a different, different thing. Popular, it's almost a different art form. Yes, yeah, popular film means nothing. It what does popular means film mean? Nothing. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, like, it is crazy when you look at the top 10 films, even the top 20 films, you're like, this? what was the great acting going There's on? There's no there? great I mean, acting like, in any Because, like, these guys are just, I mean, they're playing characters, but they're like caricatures of people. They're not real. You don't ever I feel like they're real. I would say A Quiet Place had probably the most legit, like, acting in it. I haven't seen it, yeah. but I would imagine it did. <laughs> no, I've seen it. I've seen it. Like, there's no, they're, they're acting like. The, no, it's got decent acting. You know? But it's just like. Your garden variety good acting. Okay, like, something special. Not like kind of like when like uh, Daniel Day Lewis like has to like become a different person right. in like every way. Yep, like yep, yep, yep. even the way he stands, yep. the way he walks, yep. the way he fucking scratches his nose. Yep. Like you know, yep. he gets into character. And like I mean, like Heath Ledger did kind of yep. you know, for the Joker. Yep. Where every Definitely you're gonna did. recognize him, and they did. And that's hardcore method acting. 
He did, but you're right. None of these top 10 have, have any of that quality in, in terms of their performance. Yeah. If you think about it, or and one of them is an deliver, animated movie. They deliver so. something that's so great where like an, like an Al Pacino type thing or whatever, where like you just remember that speech and it resonates with you. Right, and you, right. And it, it's just like, I don't know how anybody else could have done that. Tom, you know, Tom Hanks was able to nail this with these. He would make big mainstream movies, but always get the Oscar nomination. If you think about his roles in like Castaway and Forrest Gump, like there's a guy that saving can private saving Ryan. private Ryan, always popular, very popular movies and always an amazing Oscar worthy performance at the same time. Yeah. Just think about saving private Ryan. That's a fucking crazy ass movie. Yeah. It's like that whole time that you're watching Tom Hanks in that movie. Yeah. He's like in his eyes, his hands are shaking. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, he's rattled yeah. like the whole time. And like, he has to kind of like pull his shit together and lead these fucking dudes and knowing that they're probably all going to die. Like there's nothing like that. In Not in any of these top about movies. Here. Not in the popular films. Not in the no. popular films. Like, but they don't even make movies like that anymore. Well, kind of. No, they do. Well, people don't watch those or movies anymore because them. they want to see fucking the same bullshit over and over again. I hope Mama Sequels Mia gets the nominated. Ass, reboots out the ass. Yeah. Rampage oh, deserves an Oscar. For yeah. sure. And, and well, the opening sequence is pretty fucking I watched crazy. Rampage finally. I fell asleep at the end. Uh, it was pretty oh, good. That's the best part. What, what? No, like I fell asleep after like the I think I watched most of it, but them wrecking Chicago was a lot of fun to watch. Watching the Sears Tower go down. Yeah, that was kinda, crazy. Kind of scary. That was crazy. Kind of yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Oscar worthy? Sure. No. Now Oscar. Uh, this new Oscars, <laughs> yes. Everything is Oscar worthy. This is the new Oscar. I, I'll have a fart and it will be nominated under the best popular film category. Best fart. Best fart. I win. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy. All right. Moving on. Uh, we wrap up with the news. A couple of quick bits regarding Netflix and Disney and their new streaming service that they're going to put out in 2019. Here's the deal. After Ant-Man and the Wasp, every movie uh, will go to the streaming service, starting with Captain Marvel. And also, when they start the streaming service, I believe they will remove all the Marvel uh, movies off Netflix and put them exclusively on. So the TV shows are still exclusive. The TV shows will remain. And the other snag they hit is it will not include any Star Wars films from before 2019. Apparently, Lucasfilm has the Star Wars movie rights, but the TV rights are a little fuckity. And they hmm. don't quite have it yet. So what was but, that word? Fuckity? fuckity. It's a little yeah. giggity, giggity, fuckity. So yeah, they have to wait. That's very weird. It's a little fuckity. It's a little <laughs> fucked up. So they got to wait, wait till 2019. I guess some contracts run out before they can put Star Wars movies on their streaming service. So we will still get to enjoy Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp on Netflix. Cool. For about another year. And then all that shit's coming off. And you're going to have to pay. So, and I also heard Bob Iger said this streaming service will be less than Netflix. Oh, shit. This is what they're trying to do. Yeah, but probably be like 25 cents. Look, it's I like when we talked about the DC Universe price, you, the first thing you said, Rugs, was like, it's more than Netflix. It's got to be less than Netflix. I think Bob Iger heard this from people and he's like, we have to make it less than Netflix. Uh, otherwise, people aren't going to buy this shit. Speaking of Netflix, we know Iron Fist season two is coming out in September. Daredevil season three will also be out oh, shit. this year. 
later this Whoa, year. It's been a long time. Dude. Yes. Well, the reason it's taken this long is because of the fucking shitty defender season. They had to shut down the production on season three and it like halted everything until they did the daredevil, which is why it's hard to do like the team up show when you're trying to make multiple seasons of these characters, but for Netflix shows, this year, we have the whole Defenders represented this year in a season. Is that? That's crazy. I never thought, when they were doing one or two, I never thought we would get four a year. Uh, Wilson Bethel is confirmed to be playing Bullseye in season three. So they're going to do Born Again. Wilson Fisk is in it, but then you also got the Bullseye. So Whoa, I think it's going to be. Down for yeah, four. yeah I, and I heard them say that season three is going to be a return to form. They, you know, they, they heard the critiques from season two and they clearly know how everyone loves the first season. I think they're going to try to go back to like the first season kind of tone. And uh, I like, I like Bullseye being the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Bullseye. And uh, I'm excited. So that's probably going to be. You got Typhoid Mary in there. Too, and though. Typhoid Mary and She's Wilson She's in Iron Fisk. Fist, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh. She's in Iron Fist. I think you're right. Oh. Damn. Uh, okay. But four shows, probably November or December. Four Netflix shows. Punisher came out in November last year. So hmm. that's fucking awesome. Okay. Wow. I got a, one piece of Star Trek news and one piece of Star Wars news to end the news section. Patrick Stewart, after 20 years, is coming back as Jean-Luc Picard in a new Star Trek. He's coming home, baby. He's coming home. He announced this himself on stage at like the Las Vegas Star Trek convention. Uh, and there's no details on anything. And the, the last time we saw Jean-Luc was uh, 2002, I think, in that Star Wars Next Generation movie. Dude, he's 80 years old. He's 80 now. Oh, shit. Dude, Stallone is 71, and he's directing Rocky Six. Uh, Terminator. Is he 80? Is he 80? How old is Patrick Stewart? Let's look this up. Somebody look it up. I, I don't I'm lie. excited for this. I love Jean-Luc Picard. I will Picard. look it up. It was the only, uh, the Next Generation was like the Star Trek series. He's always oh, close. Oh, he's close to 80. TNG was what I watched shit. the most out of the Star Trek series. Is, is, is. I never was into Star Trek, and I always thought of, John Patrick Stewart as the guy for Star Trek. Like he was just synonymous for me with Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, you knew him. Everyone knew him as Picard. He was great. He was great. Like, I don't know if he was any good. Well, apparently, he was great. Make I have it, no idea. Was. I mean, no, he 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 was awesome, and he he would. Isn't he great as Professor X? Yeah. He's great as it's, that. He's good. As, I, don't, yeah. I just don't know. I don't know. Saying Picard, I don't know what he, what he was to that show. Make it so number one. How would you categorize John Luke Picard? Uh, you know, uh, as a character. Uh. You know, he is a tough but fair captain. So he was a captain. Uh, he was the captain of the Enterprise, and but likes to have fun. He got uh, uh, assimilated by the Borg for a while. He was a Borg and a bad guy. But kind of like uh, uh, he was also, he would throw down. He wasn't afraid to fucking uh, get into things and go on missions himself. Like just a good all-around captain. What would you say, Rux? How would you, how would you describe him? I feel like he was kind of like... Uh very classy. Yes, yes. I felt like he was like very dignified. Very tactful. Yes, and, and very yes, intelligent. Yes. And he, he was like always a few moves ahead of everybody, but he wasn't like uh, smug about it. Right, Like right. He wasn't very like humble. Kurt, yeah. who was yep, like yep. all like playing with his balls the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was like... John Luke Picard was the fucking. He's man. a badass, dude. He's a great yeah. captain. One of the one of the best captains, I would say, in any Star Trek show. And he had he had a vulnerability to him too. Yeah, that was great uh, to always watch. He you could tell he he had empathy. Like that, that's what makes him a great um, Professor X. Yep, you feel that he has empathy for yeah. the, for these mutants, and he feels for them, and he really loves them. I mean, he kind of does a similar thing like, in that movie with John. Luke. That's like a thing that only a great actor can do is to to kind of 
ooze that kind of like uh, sympathetic, you know, feeling e- emotion that he does. He's great. I can't wait. Like, even when he gave his speech, yeah, and he was coming back. Yeah. Like I was like getting like excited. Dude, everybody like, loves uh, Patrick Stewart as yeah, Picard. Like so. this is this is gonna be huge for for Trekkies. And like, I got me excited because you do you want to know what he's been doing uh, in the last twenty years? And wow, dude, let's he's got to go out in a blaze. A little he's bit. got yeah. They should end it with him just fucking. Didn't he? He didn't die. Oh no, that was uh, Kirk who died in that movie. I ain't done that. Uh so and then. Uh, the Star Wars news. John Favreau has a Star Wars series that he will be bringing to the Disney streaming service. This series reportedly will take place three years after Return of the Jedi, and it will cost a hundred million dollars. Oh shit! Now, Game of Thrones cost started the the first season. The episodes cost six million dollars. This last season, fifteen million dollars per episode on the Game of Thrones. If so they less have expensive, it's less, but if they have money to give us 10 episodes, 10 million, 10, 10 million dollars episodes, this could be some fucking high end, uh, epic shit with this much money. Yeah. 10 million episode, 10 episodes. That sounds about right. That's what they should do. I think you can have an amazing, like hundred million for one season of a star Wars series. As long as they're not making a fucking dragon. Right. They, but they, <laughs> this is, uh, you know, yeah, cause that's fucking hard. That costs a lot of money. And make it look real. Also, the rumor yeah. is that it's going to take place on on uh, Mandalore rugs. Isn't that what was that? Is that where that's where Boba Fett? That's from. Boba Fett's planet, Mandalorian the clone planet. It's in the Clone Wars, right? No, he's not a clone. Oh, he's not a clone. No, I mean Boba Fett was the archetype for the clone. Because wasn't Mandalore a part of in the Clone Wars? The planet? No, like well, I don't know, Imran. Like the, <laughs> the frustration. Boba Fett <laughs> is from Mandalore, which where they have that armor, the Boba ah, Fett armor. It's Mandalorian right? armor. It's Mandalorian armor. Yeah. So they used him because he was such a badass to clone the the fucking clone oh, army. Oh right, that's right. Okay, so the, so they yeah, cloned yeah, him, and yeah. all the all the, storm, the first stormtroopers were, were clones yeah. of him. That's kind of interesting. So he was the archetype. Yeah, I mean, but his whole planet is a very like war based planet, and they have like. Uh, Kind of like a uh, very, I don't know, uh, militant oh. bent to them. Oh, yes. sounds interesting. I mean, if you can, if you can spend like Spartans, I would say a hundred million dollars. If they're like Star Wars Spartans. Oh, okay, okay. But instead of Spartan meaning meaning you you have absolutely nothing except for the basics, you have all the toys, you have all the little gadgets and shit. See again, Jetpacks This is this missiles. is something that will make me might want to uh, sign up for this DC service. That Patrick Stewart Star Trek show is going to be on CBS All Access. I feel like that's going to get them a shitload of the rest of the Star Trek fans who didn't pay for Discovery. They're going to want to have this uh, for the Jean Luc Picard returning. So, uh, man, I don't know. All like uh, all these streaming services, they're going to start to cost a lot of money. But I'm kind of excited yeah, for this Star Wars. Adding up. It's adding up slowly. I mean, you can't. You can. I wonder if there's like. You can cut the cord, but now you got to pay for fucking seventeen like different how things. How much is it gonna cost? Let's say you 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 cut cable, all right? You cut cable. You pay for internet. That's fifty bucks a month yeah. or something, right? Yeah. So now you got fifty bucks a month, plus fifteen dollars for Netflix. Even if you average it like ten bucks Amazon's, a month for everything. Amazon Prime costs what? Like uh, that's eighty dollars a uh-huh. year. So what's that? It's like six bucks a month. Yeah. All right. So DC now Universe, to... another $8 a month. All right. CBS All Access, what's that? $5 a month? 
I don't know what that is. The uh, the, uh, the the DC streaming unit service will be less than Netflix, so let's say it's another ten bucks a month. Yeah, but Netflix is is like fourteen bucks a month. You know what they may do though? They may now that the Fox thing once that happens, they have controlling stake in Hulu. They may just use the Hulu base at, as their thing. So if you're already paying for Hulu, you, this may not be an additional thing. Maybe you pay another two bucks. Or that yeah, they may do a thing where you pay. No, they want all the money, dude. They, I mean, they got Hulu. It. They can put it on Hulu. Maybe you pay five bucks extra for like the uh, Disney content. I don't know. I hope so. But what is that now? We're at like a hundred dollars a month already. Yeah, you're paying the same it's as cable. Fuck. Now, you, yeah. but now you got you don't have HBO. Like, yeah, well, you got to pay for that. You got to get HBO. And you don't have Go. any cable stations. You, gotta, you can't watch. Uh, you got to stream Showtime. You can't watch Skinamax. House Hunters. <laughs> yeah, you can't watch the DII. Flip it yourself. You can't Las watch Vegas Property Brothers. No, can't watch my Storage Wars. You can't watch Love It or List It. You watch the Housewives. Any of the Housewives. I can't nah, watch any of the Housewives. You can't watch any of those bitches. You can't watch <laughs> oh, shit. So, oh, I said bitches. Uh, oh, I I'm triggered. Uh, okay, anyways, let's Sorry. get to Wizard World, people. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. Here it is. You heard it at the top of the show. We are officially fake news media. We got press credentials for Wizard World. We, it runs Thursday through Sunday, August 23rd through 26th at the Donald E. Stevens Convention Center in lovely Rosemont, Illinois, uh, Wizard World 2018, Chicago. Harris is going to be there. First of all, this is the 20th anniversary of the first Wizard World Comic Con. Geek Mooner. 20 oh. years they've been running this. A little bit of history. Well, the reason why like Wizard World means uh, uh, something to me is in 1991, they started with a magazine called wizard. And it was the exclusive, like they covered everything in comics and it was on high gloss paper, high quality, really colorful. Uh, it had a pricing guide for comics and toys in the background. This is where before the they internet had a draw with brutes and babes. Yes, with Bart there Sears. was draw. Yes, there was drawing lessons. This is where you would get scoops before the internet. This is how you found yeah. shit out on movies and comic books. Did you, uh, did you subscribe rugs or you just bought it? I just got it. Didn't you love it though? Because every issue had a. It was cool yeah. because like it was like the first time that these people that you would just hear read their names and they became celebrities like Todd McFarlane, yep. Jim yep. Lee, all these people. They had like these big articles and you got to hear what they had to say. You got to see their picture and they became like, oh, this guy's a cool guy. I want to see what he's doing. I want to buy all his books. So that was like uh, the where the artists and writers became celebrities. Exactly. I was deep into reading comic books, and this is when the artists became rock stars right before Image, uh, but you had them all blowing up. And then somewhere in 1998, they started uh, a convention, eventually phasing out. I think they just published it digitally. I don't even know if they make the magazine anymore, but they do like 20 conventions a year all over the country, still going strong. 20 years later, here are the celebrity guests, everyone. Here are some of the people who I may have a chance to interview if I actually do it. Uh, the, the people from Outlander are there. I don't watch Outlander, so I'm going to skip them. The big headliners, David Duchovny, Jillian Anderson on the Whoa. Saturday and Sunday from X-Files uh, will be there. That's pretty cool. Uh, I'm not sure what they're promoting. Jillian Anderson was in uh, American Gods that season. She was really good in that. Uh, Duchovny, I don't know what he's doing, but they'll be there. We have Tom Welling, Tom Welling, TV Smallville Superman, and also I guess he's on Lucifer now. We'll be there yeah. Saturday and the Sunday. 
Carl Urban just added Geek Boner Thursday oh. and Friday. Carl Urban scored Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd, Star Trek. He's uh, was he Bones? Scotty? He, Which one was he? He was in Doom. He was in Doom, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Fucking uh, Carl Urban. He's in a lot of shit. Yeah. Also from the MCU, just added Friday through Sunday. Michael Rooker. Good old Michael oh, Rooker. Nice. Yandu and uh, dude from Walking Dead. What was his name on Walking Dead? Uh, I can't remember. Merle. 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 He got My his brother hand, Merle. He got his hand cut off. My brother Murray. And he was in Mallrats. I forgot. He was the... Uh, yeah, he was the guy who ate the pretzel. He was the security guard. <laughs> yeah, he got the shit pretzel. That was great. That's a great scene. He got the stink bomb. Uh, yes, he did. He, he, uh, I haven't watched that movie in years. That's a, a fucking Mallrats is a great movie. Uh, and also from The Guardians, Palm Clementif. Mantis yeah. will be Have a, you ever seen Mallrats, Anthony? Anthony? have you seen Mallrats? No. Have you seen, a, you have you seen any Kevin Smith movie, Anthony? No. Really? You gotta watch it. Yeah, it's that good. Oh, fuck shit. Up. You gotta watch. No, it's not that good, but okay. like, it's just, it's my childhood. You gotta, you gotta watch Clerks and Mallrats, at least. Yeah. Those two. Which one first? Clerks first. Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy, uh, if you want to. You'd probably be more interested in that. Probably. Yeah. Watch Clerks and Mallrats. Just those two. Yeah. Fucking Clerks. Right. Clerks changed my life. Clerks, Clerks was when you were like, hey, I could make a movie about fucking me and my friends hanging out saying stupid shit and uh, make it funny. Uh, Clerks was great. Uh, here's a great uh, group of people. The entire cast of Boy Meets World. Geek Mooner. will be yeah. there from Friday to Sunday. Topanga. I am talking about Ben Savage, Corey, Daniel Fischel, Topanga, Will Friedel, who is Eric, and Ryder Strong, who played. What's the great name? What was, what was his name on the show? He was the I best. No, but he should have been a porn actor. I, I'm Ryder Strong. <laughs> he was the uh, best friend. Uh, I, I, I forgot his fucking name. What was his fucking name? Uh, I love Will Friedel, dude. Will Friedel also did the uh, T- Terry McGinnis on Batman Beyond. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He does a voice Sean. for Kim Possible. Sean, that's right. Sean. Feeney. It's fucking great. <laughs> I want to meet Feeney. All right, moving on. Uh, we you have. going to read all these names? No, no, just the ones I'm really interested in. Matt okay. Ryan. Constantine. Constantine, oh, yeah. Friday through Sunday. Nichelle Nichols. Uhura. The original Uhura from Star Trek, Thursday through Sunday. Michael Rosenbaum, also. The best Lex Luthor ever. Yes, also from Smallville, and he's uh, voicing the Justice League. Here's what I'm really excited for because we just reviewed The Crow. Fucking Ernie Hudson, Friday through Sunday. I oh. may request. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. We, that's talk. the one you need to oh, request. Shit. I have to talk to Ernie Hudson. Ernie's at our level. Yes, he would totally fucking hang out. Ghostbusters, The Crow. Because he goes on then you just, yeah, just ask him about The Crow. We're like, dude, we just reviewed The Crow. How crazy was it? Uh, and do onions make you fart? Yeah, and do onions. I, just, <laughs> I will ask him random questions. I will ask him nothing about what they're working on. What are you promoting? I don't give a fuck. What's, who's your favorite superhero? Favorite superpower and why? James Marsters? Uh, oh, Spike. Spike from Buffy, and he's on Torchwood. He was on Smallville. He's on Runaways. He's there Friday through Sunday. A lot of people from Charmed. Holly Marie. Oh, Combs. you said Charisma, Charisma Carpenter, Carpenter you... and Holly Marie. Uh, I Combs. used to have the biggest crush on really? her. Really, Cord- she's still holding up pretty Cordelia well. Cordelia Chase. That's a porn star name. That's not a real person. <laughs> like Ryder Strong and yeah. Charisma Carpenter. Do a little Google search there, Anthony. All right, she will be there Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite himself, John Hader, uh, there on Saturday and Napoleon Sunday. Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. I'll talk to John Hader. Ooh. Ooh, Charisma I'll, Carpenter. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, Charisma yeah. Carpenter and uh, uh, Eliza Dushku. Come on. Yeah. You, Can't go wrong. Uh, and then Buffy, she gave us so much. Here is another <laughs> uh, celebrity I'm super geeked that I may have to talk to him. He's there on the Friday when we can request interviews. Fucking the Fonz. Oh, shit. Whoa. Henry Winkler uh, is, it will be there. 
Uh, I, 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 I just want to. He jumped over a shark that day. I honestly, I just want to <laughs> hug Henry Winkler. I heard he's the nicest guy, and like, it's the fucking Fonz. I just want to give him a hug. <laughs> Rob Paulson, the voice, uh, who's done a lot of voices, a lot of, and Maurice Lamarche, voice actors who have pretty much done every voice. You've heard them. Rob Paulson did Pinky and uh, Wacko, Animaniacs, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Maurice Lamarche on Ghostbusters, Pinky and the Brain, also. Now. Will you be able to talk to like comic book talent, comic like writers, comic book people that are there? Gene Ha will be there. Okay, Thursday and Saturday. I think they have to be there Friday. But you know who's there Friday through Sunday? Rob Leefield. I think I want to oh, ask him if he, I just look. I got to set the air clear. I'm all I'm going to ask him. I have one question, Rob. He'll can slap you, you if you ask. Can him you draw feet? feet? Yeah. Just He's already addressed. Yes, he, he totally has. And he said Jim Lee also like hides feet. Like he posted. But I think he would be a good. But like, let's just for our listeners, let's clear the air. Do you know how to draw feet? Okay, good. I'm done. Next. I would like to see what he likes and what he thinks is great and what he thinks that should be made that hasn't been made yet. These days. Good like question. Yeah. Rugs. I will request to talk to Rob Leefield. I think, look, I don't know what's going to happen, but the, we're going to, we're working at the plan right now. That's a huge name. It is a huge like, name. Rob and there's a lot of wrestling people. I there. actually spoke to Rob Leefield once. And, and how was he? He was cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, I didn't ask him any dumb questions. Greg Horn. Like Greg Horn will be there. Phil Ortiz. And uh, people who have been on the show, Unshaven Comics, will also be there. So we will, they're on the website. We'll uh, stop by and say hi. If you see Ortiz, tell him he's a dick. Uh, okay. Tony Isabella will be there also. <laughs> uh, wait, which one was Ortiz? Why is he a dick? I don't know. I Hello, just, Ortiz? anytime I, it's just a childhood thing. The basic thing is we're going to be there and listen, if you want to come town, hang out, you should go. Yeah, I will be there. We'll both us. be there on the Saturday. I may be there on the Friday. Uh, I'll try to go on the Sunday. Also, uh, they're also doing a very interesting thing. Uh, it's called Wizard World Chicago Pitch Fest. Basically, you can submit a pitch for a movie. Whoa. And uh, you have until August 15th, and the submissions that are selected, you'll get to go in front of Columbia Pictures and pitch your movie. Pitch your Supergirl pitch. thing. Around. Oh, I should. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pitch I already that for- amazing I- idea. I forgot what had. it was already. Oh, it's an older Supergirl. Right. Oh, I'll pitch your idea, Anthony, as my own. There you go. All right. Uh, submission it. period uh, ends August 15th. Uh, submit your pitch. You may be able to uh, get your thing made. I think that's kind of fun. And, of course, there's going to be cosplay in the usual events. It'll be a fun time. Anthony, I can't believe we're pressed. Like, this is going to be lots of fun. I can't wait to nerd out and uh, just are we promote done the show. Masturbating? Yeah. We done There's the that. Wizard World preview. There you go. That should get us on the website, Wizard World. Thanks. 90%, 95% of our audience is like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only way I was going to get this show hey, listen, linked on the Wizard the, World website. We're getting out of stuff now. Yes. And uh, before we get to the mailbag, we're going to move on to the mailbag. For the last time, listener, I am announcing you get yourself a free month of Stitcher Premium. Go to stitcher.com slash premium. Use the promo code NERD. You get one free month. You can binge through a bunch of stuff. This code is good through September 2018 and that's it i'm uh, i'm done we're done promoting this thing we've been doing it for six months is it done it's gonna be over in september anyways okay and there's a lot and we've mentioned it for the last six months in the bath catalog so i'm retiring this read but if you listen to this before september 2018 you could still get a free month okay mailbag time no voicemails this week people right a little surprising got a couple of tweets and facebook posts about 
uh, the Venom trailer and the Sony Spider-Man universe. Still uh, debated, hot conversation going on. Voice from the underground, Jason and uh, TJ and Big Haas at VFU Podcast tweeted us uh, based on our last show where we discussed the Venom trailer. Great show. Venom's voice sounds like Golem from Lord of the Rings speaking through Darth Vader's mask. But Tom Hardy is just bad, like a hungover Rudy Giuliani possessed by a symbiote of Christopher Walken begging a judge for leniency. I think you nailed it. That's pretty good. Because he does, he sounds drunk. He sounds like a drunk Christopher Walken. In the, your honor, I have a parasite. Uh, I'm a reporter. Yeah, well, I think he sounds like a uh, hungover Gi- Giuliani. Yeah. It's really tough for Imran. Walken is more of a. I report the news. Pauser. It's tough for Imran to do impressions because Imran just comes out. I know. Your voice is so <laughs> distinct. Eddie, we are Venom. That's not bad. Come that's on. Not bad. That's not yeah, bad. That's, good. Good. that's, that's pretty good. good. Also, that's good. I, if you didn't listen to the what the fuck happened to Masters of the Universe, but I nailed. Gwildor. Oh, shit. I could do Gwildor. Really. <laughs> uh, Blake Braden posted on our Facebook page, had the craziest thought after reading an article that brought up the idea that Sony should just recast their own Spider-Man. That's, that's a great idea. It seems they aren't using Spider-Man in this Venom movie. If that movie somehow does great at the box office, do you think Sony will be crazy enough to make Venom their lead protagonist going forward? First of all, I said long time ago, they should just cast an adult fucking Spider-Man for this universe. It's fun. Yeah, like an old Spider-Man. Yes, an older, established... Andrew Garfield. We just went over... It could be... No, not Andrew Garfield. Pick somebody else. But, maybe. <laughs> but we just went over the fact that there's two Flashes, there's going to be two Supergirls, there's going to be two Cyborgs, you're going to have two Spider-Mans. It's okay. People won't be confused because this whole other Sony Venom Spider-Man universe is going to fucking not if work If you just anyways. have the Spider-Man not in his own movies and just in the other yes, people's Yes, that's what I'm saying. But Sony says Venom won't necessarily link together the Spider-Verse films. There were rumors that they were going to use Venom in the other Spider-Verse movies, but they said not necessarily so. Here's a great article I found about the influences Tom Hardy is bringing to Venom. (laughs) Here's three names who Tom Hardy said have inspired his Venom. You ready for this? Oh, God. Conor McGregor. What the fuck? Woody Allen and rapper Redman. Oh, shit. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know what that means. <laughs> he said, this is what, this is why it's a jumbled weird delivery in that trailer. What, what, he's a, what? Woody Allen, Conor McGregor, and Redman. This is why we don't have Oscar movies for popular Exactly. Films. Because of shit like this. Uh, Oscar winning director would have slapped the shit out of this guy. So, okay. I mean, this guy, he, he can act. <laughs> he, can. he knows how to act, yes. Tom Hardy. Okay, here's how, here's how he defends it. He says, uh, Woody Allen's tortured neurosis and all the humor that can come from that inspired him, as did Conor McGregor. The uber violence, but not all the talking, and Red Man out of control, living rent free in his head. That's how he said these inspirations are coming into. Hey, this may be nominated as best popular film uh, next year. You, you never, never know. know. Uh, so I thought the Conor McGregor thing I'm was thinking interesting. About pancreas myself. <laughs> I thought the Conor McGregor thing was interesting. Uh, now. Variety posted this exclusive article. What's next for Spider-Man Universe after Venom? 
lot of interesting tidbits in here. Basically, after Venom, they're working on Morbius, Craven the Hunter, Silk, Jackpot, and Nightwatch. And I had to fucking look up who Jackpot was. Rugs, are you? These are all Spider-Man characters. Are you familiar with the Jackpot? Uh, Jackpot's a girl that looks like Mary Jane. Correct. I, I, I don't know Jackpot. Invented from... by, uh, created by Dan Slott. You hit the Jackpot. Jack, no. I don't know Jackpot from Jack Nicholson. Jack I have no shit. idea what is this. Is it Mary Jane? No, it's not. But initially, when they introduced her, the thing was, is this Mary Jane? It's actually two different people. Uh, it's a dance law creation. She came after a brand new day. Very new. I don't know why they're giving her a movie. Who the fuck is Jackpot? More news. There's. No, I think she's an older character that he brought back. Uh, no, no. It was. I. I, I believe it uh, was invented. Hold on. Here, I got a whole article here about Jackpot, uh, and it says so. When she debuted, the mystery surrounding her true identity implied that she was Mary Jane Watson, but it's not. Jackpot was two women. Uh, she was last seen in a three-issue miniseries published in 2007. Okay. Created in 2007 by Dan Slott. After, like, the brand new day thing. Wait, it gets crazier. They're scrapping Silver and Black, which was the Silver Sable and Black Cat movie. But they want to separate them. They don't want to do the T movie. They're going to do standalone movies. They're going to start with Black Cat first. Mm. Right? They, yeah, okay. This all seems like very bad ideas. Oh, it gets worse. Like, isn't it? It's just like fucking Sony just giving Marvel like the huge finger. That, dude, it gets worse. They also plan to experiment with budget ranges on the films they make, but they've said they're open to make movies like Logan or Deadpool that are for adult audiences. Great, except it's now unlikely that Venom will be the first R-rated Sony Marvel movie. Uh. They're going for a hard PG-13 because I still think they think that it could someday Venom could be in the MCU. When Feige is always like, ah, no, fuck you. That's never going to happen. This, and so now my excitement for this movie drops down a couple of notches because I wanted to see an R-rated Venom movie. We're going to be seeing a, a hard PG-13 Venom movie. Also in this article, it explains how Sony is running these movies. Unlike Marvel, where they got the Feige and now Walter Hamada is calling the shots at DC. At Sony, there's not one person. The movies are run by the producers. You got this guy named Panich. He's tasked with getting the cinematic universe into shape. Amy Pascal is producing the next Spider-Man film. And Silk, Pollock Patel, is played a key role in Venom, is overseeing Morbius. And Avi Arad and Matt Tomac are producing the other movie. So there's no one person with a plan. That's never no. They just no. never whatever. They're, they're just throwing. This yes. is literally even worse than DC. They're just a throwing little shit bit, at the wall. Yes, I agree. Now Sony says they're open to having other characters from the Spider-Man films pop up of in the Marvel. They are. Oh, you don't say, Sony. They said they would love to see an Avenger or two cameo in his movies. Oh, you would, would ya? That's cute. Well, they got. They're holding the cards. They they really are. They have as long as they pump out something in the Spider Verse. They hold on to that license. Yeah. The, so here's the important thing. The license not only includes Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man and 900 Spider-Man related characters. Oh, shit. 900 characters they're holding on to. Yeah, they got a lot. Now, here's my question. If Venom bombs, does Disney make a move or does Sony kind of think of selling it this It depends back? on the money that, that, that Marvel's willing to cough up to get Spider-Man back. Now, conversely... If Venom made like a billion dollars, 
Do you think Feige would consider adding Venom into the MCU? And all this time, he said, no, fuck no. You know what? Like, it would be a genius move if Sony actually made a great film. Yeah, it's not going to happen with and, this one. And, and with, with something in the Spider-Man property and really, like, nailed it. And, you know, even had even more of a uh, leverage against Marvel. Right. So, but I don't know if they're going to go that's, about That's the, the thing. Right they don't, they're Their not. Their plan is terrible. Their plan is horrible. The plan is awful. And it is. It's, it's throwing shit at the wall. It's all over the place. If Venom, I mean... We haven't seen Venom, so I guess we have to judge it when it comes out. But if, if Venom is any indication of what Sony has in mind for these other characters, well, this is going to fail so bad. It's just crazy that there's all of these 900 characters. 900, yes. You could easily make a movie. Like, why would they have to even talk about... Uh, they could make a Ben Riley movie. They could make a Spider-Man noir. They could make yeah. a... Spider-Man 2099. Yes. They could make a completely different Spider-Verse. Well, the, so, you know, I don't understand if you have 900 characters, how Jackpot is a movie. Why are you, exactly, why are you picking fucking Jackpot? Who knows Jackpot? Jesus Christ. Look, with the Into the Spider-Verse animation, I think Sony, maybe this is the test for them to see if people respond to like all these crazy Spider-Mans. But you're right. You could make a Spider-Gwen. She's called Ghost Spider now. You could make a Ghost Spider movie. You have a, a, uh, She's called Ghost Spider. Yeah, they officially changed her name because Spider Gwen kind of gives away who she is if you think about it. Not very okay. good for a hidden secret identity. But there's people that are involved with Spider Man that are not even Spider related. Right. That they're just ancillary characters. Rocket Racer? Crea- well, there's so the Prowler? many. Prowler? Yeah, there's so many that uh, Spider Man ancillary heroes. Rocket Racer. <laughs> well, I mean, so, yeah, yeah. They're doing Morbius. It's kind of a hero. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I don't think this movie is going to be any good. Hey, if you want more Venom talk, check out this week's episode of the Zangness podcast. Solid roundtable. I was on with uh, Zenger and Toby from Secret Transmissions Pod, and we were talking more Venom trailer and uh, how this whole thing is probably going to fail, and it makes no sense to make a Venom movie without Spider-Man. This PG-13, maybe they get a Tom Holland cameo in it after all. Now, if they're going PG-13, I don't know. This is a fucking mess. I can't wait to see this movie, though. I'll tell you that much. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. Uh, a- any final thoughts, gentlemen? That's the show. I got one uh, one little thing to promote, and then uh, we're done. No, I'm kind of exhausted after that. Yeah. After hearing all the shit that Sony that has That Sony has on. no idea what they're doing. I hope yeah. that somehow they get uh, they just fucking uh, Disney buy everything back. Just fucking buy back. I just back. think that they, they, uh, they don't know what they're doing. No, no they don't. No, they. I mean, don't. they don't. They like they've looked at Marvel and they're like, let's create a universe. We have nine hundred characters, and they. I mean, I don't know. They're, just, they're not focused on making good films. They're just focused on throwing characters out there. Plus, we've seen them fuck up the Spider-Man franchise twice already. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just throwing shit at the wall. And uh, yeah, I have no faith in the Amy Pascal and uh, Avi Arad. So they're just barking up the wrong tree. It's sad. I mean, they have it, all of these characters. They should be able to do something yeah. with some. Who of the these. fuck is jackpot? Really? Really? Somebody thinks it's a good yeah. idea to make a jackpot movie. Nightwatch. Uh, that was the one Spike Lee was uh, attached to direct that. Uh, that's kind of cool. I will see a Spike Lee that could work. comic book movie on Nightwatch. It could totally work. But let's just see Venom, man. I don't think it's going to start off on a good uh, beginning. You're not going to start off on the right foot with this Venom. We haven't seen it. I would make a Dark Heart. Dark Heart. 
Dark, Dark Hawk. Oh, Dark Hawk. Oh, I remember Dark Hawk. Dark, 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 Dark Hawk. Dark Hawk. It's like Black Hawk. <laughs> no, what? Black Hawk. Dark Black Hawk. Hawk. Hey, if you want a t-shirt, listener, or anything, any kind of merch with our face on it, hoodies, phone cases, uh, there's uh, uh, laptop cases, visit our shop, jockandnerd.com slash shop. There is a 30% off everything sale this week, August 15th. Through the 19th, you can get $14 tees. Somebody did buy last month a Geek Boner Geek Boner t-shirt. I've sold nice. one Geek Boner t-shirt. Whoever that is, send us a picture of you wearing it, and you should get your own. It's only 14 bucks, But you got $35 hoodies, and uh, everything else is on sale this week. Jockandnerd.com slash shop. Rugs, where can the listener find you? You still on the Twitters? I'm still on Twitter, but I've I've gone like a little bit more silent, but I'm still there like retweeting mostly. He's in the closed Facebook group. It's closed. You could say whatever yeah. you want. That's the beauty of the closed Facebook group until Facebook just shuts the whole thing down. Uh, like <laughs> Alex Jones, you know, uh, then we'll see what happens. Uh, subscribe to the show listener. You'll never miss a show. And of course, tell a friend, spread the geekery. Thank you for listening to the jock and nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll peep you next time. Really rug boy on Twitter. Did I say that? We did not say that. It's at really okay, rug boy on Twitter. Uh-huh. That's good go. catch. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Like looking up uh, who's premiered in Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah.